0: Episode 542 of the PlayStation Nation podcast. Hey, we're back. We made it back.
1: Who, who is this? What's I, your operating up?
0: <laughs> uh, we have small, small leak, small, uh, small radiation leak here. Everybody's fine, though. We're doing fine. How are you? Ah, yeah. Back from uh, jolly old Kansas City. Mm. So, got back last night. Drove through Iowa in the middle of the day in ninety plus degree heat. We had the air conditioning going, but still, it's just—it looks miserable out there when it's so hot. And it's Iowa, so if you're from Iowa, I know you're not going to get offended because you live in Iowa and you look out the window every day and you know—you know what I'm talking about. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Just, it, uh, yeah, uh, Missouri too. Anyway, uh, yeah. So Josh and uh, Glenn back after a week off our first week off ever pretty much i mean we've had other ones where we've had like events and everything and we release the podcast but uh yeah i'll tell you what i got a little anxious last week i you yeah. know I, I get home monday night after work and i was like i start getting stuff ready and i'm like wait a second <laughs> we're not doing it this week
1: i didn't even know what day it was i don't know what day any day is at this point well it's yeah. crazy with it was- me
0: later on in the week when i was down to kc it got that way we were all getting kind of confused what day was what you know cuz we weren't really doing anything you would consider like normal or you know average for a weekday uh so yeah i was getting a little screwed up but yeah got it all taken care of drove back with uh an old i didn't even know he had this my father uh he had a, this old bb gun that also was a pellet gun all right and then uh i actually found his old 22 rifle from when he was in um the coast guard so i was happy i found that and then we took rocks mom's chevy equinox down because it had a lot more space in it and the entire back of that equinox with the seats down completely full of ho gauge model trains Mm. because that's what my father's hobby was he built model trains he would either take Existing trains, and he would modify them so they had all the correct parts on them for the real engine or the real car. Or he would uh, build them from scratch, mold. Uh, mold. He didn't build the engines, obviously, like the little motors in it. But um, the entire covering of it, the plastic shell, he would make every single part for it, every rivet, everything.
1: Shit, Mason would have loved him.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, when I was a kid in, in Fond du Lac, uh, after my parents got divorced... We had he had an apartment, and my bedroom was his layout. So whenever I would go over there on the weekends or whatever, I had to crawl all the way under the train layout to get to the bed. He had it like sequestered back in the corner of the room, and I had to like crawl under just to get the, to the bed. And if I rolled, I would actually hit the, the damn layout all the time. So mm. <laughs> I didn't like that too much. <clears throat> but he, uh, yeah, he that was his big hobby for years. He. Um, he was all Union Pacific. He entered competitions all the time and usually won them. He was uh, insanely talented at it; it was amazing. But I, it never really—I never really caught on to that. Uh, I would have to go down to the train yard with him all the time, take pictures, and you know, if the the new GP thirty was coming through town, he'd find out, and we had to go down and take pictures of it for him. But yeah, the entire back of that Equinox, there was. One box of books, because my father was a World War II aficionado, uh, had just bookshelves and bookshelves of World War II books. Uh, So I brought one box back, and then the rest of it was model trains. Cars, engines, everything. And then we found just boxes and boxes of random parts, and like scrap metal that he would melt down for these parts. Just boxes of scrap metal, like little sheets of it. (laughs) <laughs> it was insane <clears throat> so yeah so that that's going to be my life for the next probably 20 years is going through all these trains and trying to identify everything and yeah because I think there's some brass engines in there too but I'm not sure I know he always had them around I don't know if he still did but no, my family somebody probably s- took them and sold them or something but yep but anyway enough of that fun stuff because we have podcasting to do should be interesting. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've, I've literally oh, been... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have been so out of the loop on everything for a week. Like, when we got to the gaming news, like putting news in there, I was going through our site and I really didn't see much. And I went through NeoGAF and I really didn't see much. I'm like, did anything happen this last week? So if we're missing something major for news, I apologize. I literally have not followed anything this week. All I know is everybody's really mad about everything every day. That's all I know. I, I Twitter and Facebook are just nothing but people being pissed off about people kneeling and uh, our idiot president saying more stupid shit to to make us uh, not aware of something else that he's doing. That's per, just insanely evil, I'm sure. And but, yeah,
1: but he he basically started a war. Like literally, <laughs> he declared war on Twitter. Essentially, according to North Korea, like they're ready.
0: How does North Korea know? I thought they didn't have Twitter there.
1: Oh, no. The leaders have Twitter. Nobody else does. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. All the diplomats have Twitter.
0: Ah, okay.
1: And they literally, the one went to the UN and said, well, he's declared war, basically with with those last two (laughs) tweets, threatening to destroy our regime and saying that we're not going to be around that much longer. So we reserve the right to shoot down any (sighs) bombers, whether they're above our airspace or not, because we're at war now. So, God. good job, Mr. President. <laughs> uh,
0: I'm actually <laughs> I'm actually insane. really glad that I have not been <clears throat> in the loop really at all in the last week. I've just been I've just been posting pictures of barbecue from Kansas City all week for, on Facebook. That's pretty much been my life. It's all the family stuff and then eating barbecue like it was oxygen. It was so like was, I'm trying to show Rock around. He was nice enough to come down and take the drive with me and everything. So I took him to uh I took him to my favorite place right away, which I should have waited, but took him to Zarda Barbecue, which is my favorite. Uh, he had uh, burn ends for the first time ever, uh, beef burn ends. In the middle of the restaurant, it was almost like when Harry met Sally. He's like, whoa, oh my God, like full blare. It was hilarious. And then I took him to Hayward's and I took him to the Woodyard, which is one of the best in town. And then my stupid ass family. And I knew this, I told him when we drove by it, I'm like, I guarantee you my family's going to want to go here when we're done with, with the service. Sure enough, we had to go to Jackstack, which is a lot of play, A lot of like tourists and stuff when they come to Kansas City, they always end up at Jackstack, Fiorella's Jackstack, because it's kind of a more sit down place, you know, kind of fancy. Uh, not like suit and tie fancy, even though I had a suit and tie on that night, but I've never liked the place. I've never liked the food. I think it's really just bare bones, and it's, it doesn't have any good flavor at all, but it's a sit-down place. Sure enough, we get done with the service, and they're like, we're going to go to Jack Stack for dinner. I'm like, why? Like, there's a great Italian place right down the street. There's this over here. We can go here. We can go here. Nope. Had to go to this shithole. So, tourists, when you go to Kansas City and you want authentic, good Kansas City barbecue, do not go to Jack Stack. Please, I implore you. It's not good. It's so yeah.
1: Go to go to yes
0: yes. Okay. Well, you're fine. I because I don't like you, so you can go wherever you want. No. If if you if you go to Kansas City, here are the touristy places that you'll hear about are Jack Stack and Arthur Bryant's. Arthur Bryant's is actually legit barbecue. Go there. Don't go to the one by the NASCAR track, though. I hear it's just terrible. Go to the original which is right down by the Negro Leagues Museum, because uh, the Negro Leagues pretty much started in Kansas City with the Monarchs. Um,
1: go to Negro Jack Stack by the... Jesus Christ. <laughs> what was that? Okay. Yes. I think I go,
0: got it. Go to Arthur Bryant's, but go to the original Arthur Bryant's. It's down by the Paseo a little bit. It's a little bit uh, west, of the, or it's east of the Paseo. But uh, go to Arthur Bryant's legit barbecue that pit's been there forever it's it, really really good stuff they slice it right at the right at the at the desk that you order at and it is it's fantastic but other one and i'm not going to get them all so i'm going to hear all these people now from kansas city like oh you forgot this you forgot this but here, here's a, a quick rundown of places to look up i really love zarda a lot of people give zarda shit for some reason and i don't understand it but every day that place is packed so go to zarda there's a couple of them in town <laughs>
1: Did did we go away and change to a food podcast? No, no
0: <laughs> but it's Kansas City, and it was it was it was kind of cool because I got to take it got to take my mind off things because I was showing rock around. You know, like I drove them out to the sports complex to show them Royal Stadium and, and uh, show him the K and show them Arrowhead Stadium. <clears throat> we went to the Negro Leagues Museum, which is amazing. Like it's ten bucks to get in. It's like they don't even want you taking pictures in there because they have a lot of very unique items and and it's really well done. And uh, take your reading glasses, because I forgot mine, and I couldn't read a lot of the stuff, and there was a lot of stuff to read. But it is really cool. Uh, It's right down on 18th and Vine, uh, which they're redoing that whole area, because that's kind of where jazz started, too. So it's connected to the Jazz Museum from Kansas City. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're separate in terms of the tickets and everything, but you can go to both of them right there in the same building. Uh, Really, really cool. And and if you're in KC ever, do not miss that. I I never got to go to that museum, because they opened it after I moved away. And uh yeah, so I, I was really glad we got down there. But go to Zarda Barbecue, go to Arthur Bryant's, go to the Woodyard if you can find it, it's on Merriam Lane, right down by where I used to live. Uh it's amazing. Uh it's on like every every time the food network rolls through they go to Woodyard. Go to um uh shit, no, I'm forgetting all well, go to Joe's. There's two of them. There's one at a gas station, uh which is the original, and then uh Joe's is now at Nolatha. They probably have the best barbecue in the city. Like, literally, it's so damn good. Um, go to Gates. Go to... Wyandotte is awesome, but they're really kind of hard to find, and it looks real... It's, it's kind of dumpy, and that's why I like it. <laughs> uh, there's a new one called Slaps that everybody says has the best ribs in town. A lot of these are on the Kansas side. I actually don't know a lot of the barbecue places on the Missouri side. Uh, but one uh, one bonus restaurant to go to, and it's not a barbecue place, if you're over on the Missouri side... And I'm forgetting the name now, of course, because I always forget the damn name. Uh there's this place that's on the north side of, of the of Kansas City, Missouri, that has probably the most amazing fried chicken you'll ever have in your life. Uh and the mashed potatoes and gravy are to die for. Strouds. Yeah. So go to Strouds, look it up on your GPS, whatever, but Stroud's is outstanding kind of Southern home cooking, because Kansas City's kind of there's there's hints of Southern down there. Uh, like, Rock actually got grits for the first time ever. The, the our, our server brought him out a little sample. <laughs> and, of course, we were doing the whole My Cousin Vinny thing. And he tried it. And I got a picture of him when he tried it. And the look on his face was like, eh. And I said, well, what do you think? He goes, they're really bland. I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Grits, you have to put, like, cheese and butter and pepper. And I said, you put a <laughs> steak on top of it. You know, and, yeah, because grits are terrible. But he got to try them. So, But, uh, yeah, if you're in Kansas City, that's kind of the... The places to go and it sucked. There was no Royals game this week. We wanted to go to the K for a game, but there was no, they were away the whole time. But a lot of going down memory lane. Went and saw my old high school and man, that area has changed. Holy shit. But yeah, that's, uh, I guess that's it for my little rundown. So I guess I'll do the housekeeping then.
1: Oh, wait, we went to, we went to Wendy's.
0: You so know, did we? That was pretty good. Yeah, we went to Wendy's in Dubuque, <laughs> Iowa, on the way back yesterday. We stopped. There.
1: Was it one of the cool new Wendy's where they you know take your name and they've got the big Coke machines where you can pick a billion different drinks and everything?
0: You know that I worked at the company that designed and and I developed know. that Coke machine. Yes, they had that. Yeah, so well, so all, all of a, a Coke lot Coke. of the ones are being like they're they're trying to be more like a little cafe now. Yeah, even though it's burgers. There's,
1: they're slowly turning over They're yeah. They're remodeling all the insides and everything. Well, McDonald's, the there's down the street from me, like nearby. And there's a Wendy's and a McDonald's. That Wendy's is still super old. That McDonald's, they ripped the whole thing down. I was like, Holy shit. They got rid of the McDonald's <laughs> and then they rebuilt it as like the new hip McD's or whatever the oh, fuck yeah, they're, and they're, they're doing They all now.
0: have like fireplaces and shit in them. And cause they're just <clears> the <throat> one down the street yeah. here, apparently yeah yeah uh no this wendy's was pretty standard inside but they had the the new coke machine and everything which i love because then i can get my seltzer so oh
1: shit son what i don't even remember doing this thank you for expressing interest in covering archer press room at new york comic-con please consider this email to be your official confirmation of participation for photo coverage that's all I get to do is just stand there and take pictures of them in front of the wall. <laughs> Whoopty-fucking-do. But You don't eh. even
0: watch Archer, do you?
1: Are you serious?
0: I don't know what everybody watches anymore.
1: <laughs> yeah, I watch Archer.
0: Okay. <laughs> well, you never know with your sensibilities because you don't like anything Seth MacFarlane does, which I think his stuff is funny as hell. So I never know what you watch and what you don't except for...
1: Archer is not Seth MacFarlane. I
0: know that. Not by any
1: stretch of the imagination. I
0: know that, but it's not Adult Swim, even though you don't watch Rick and Morty. Yeah, I do. I thought you didn't.
1: No, I've been watching that since the start.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Because oh, every time I talk about it, you don't even mention anything.
1: Yeah. I enjoy it.
0: You see, Josh, a lot. a podcast is supposed to be a conversation, a back and forth
1: but I thought we were just doing a food podcast. I didn't. I, I didn't know what all this TV and video game crap was.
0: Yeah, because I've never talked about barbecue on this podcast before. Ever.
1: I just think it's great. Like people who who missed the week and they're like, "Yay, video games!" Wait, what?
0: Well, and and I'll tell you right now, folks, you're fucked because I didn't play any video games down there the entire week, and um, we were really busy just doing family stuff and me taking care of. My dad's funeral arrangements and everything and meeting all the people from his choir, which, wow, 80-person choir at this church, and they travel around. And they sang at his service like three times. Whoa. I mean, you've got this full, almost professional choir. That was pretty cool. That was was really nice. Well,
1: I can tell you that. I did play some stuff, but I was also at the Bethesda Gameplay Tour, so Evil Within 2, Wolfenstein 2, and I did some Skyrim VR, so I will talk about that.
0: Oh, so you're allowed to talk about those?
1: Uh, I have to double-check on Wolfenstein, but the others, uh, definitely. Why don't you
0: just talk about the Wolfenstein stuff you played before? (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Christ, you're going to have the game finished by the time it comes out. I know. They're just going to keep having an event every other week.
1: It's exciting.
0: Jeez. I did, I did go oh, see Kingsman, though, oh. so I'll be able to talk about that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I played a little bit last week before I left, so... But anyway. All right, third attempt, housekeeping. 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 Go away. I come in anyway? No, go away. I come in anyway. So if you want to find us, you can go over to psnation.com. Check out the website there. Uh, You can find all the pertinent information if you would like to contact us in the Contact Us section on the uh, left side of the front page. It'll show you the email address, which is podcast.psnation.com. Or you can hit the button to contact us. It'll just bring up a little form that you fill out. You can also find our Twitter account. So if you want to follow Josh, you can do so at PJFJosh. You can follow me at Torgo PSN. Find all my barbecue pictures that I put up and all my pictures of booze. And our main account at PSNation. You can also find our PSN accounts there. Again, if you'd like to friend us on PSN, please feel free to do so. Just throw a little note in there saying that you're from PS Nation so we know you're not some some random 10-year-old that just wants to be friends because you played a game with us. We want to keep those spots open for our community. Yeah, yeah you can find our Skype information if you want to leave us a voicemail. We have a phone number up there as well uh, as the Skype ID, which is WDT-Torgo. You can find us on the Facebooks if you go to facebook.com/psnation page, or just look up PlayStation Nation, and you can like our page there. Uh, don't forget you can. We have our awesome forums over at our website, so psnation.com/forums, or hit the forums button on the website and get into the conversations there. Uh, and uh, if you like to stream your content, you can do 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 that with our show on sites like TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play Music. And possibly iHeartRadio. I don't know yet. Yes. Look. Oh, it yes. is up there. It's there. Yeah. All right. Now I have to add that to the list.
1: It's on iHeartRadio. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and of course, the best part about our website is the affiliate store links section. So we don't have a Patreon. We don't have five Patreons. Instead, uh, you know, to help pay us, pay our bills. All we ask is that you are gonna get, when you're gonna go shopping at stores like GameStop.com, at Best Buy, uh, Walmart.com, Amazon, and a bunch of different countries. Uh, including many, many more stores uh, like Loot Crate, uh, which I still want to do that damn video and open up all these Loot Crates that are slittered across my room here in my office. Uh, we've got a deal through Loot Crate as well. So if you want to subscribe to them, you can uh, hit that button and we get a little piece of the action for, for referring you to over, over to Loot Crate or to these other websites. And uh, it doesn't change your pricing. It doesn't change your experience on any of these stores. All it does is we refer you to them, so we get a little payback out of it. We get a little cut of it. We get to wet our beak a little bit. So, mm-hmm. and that that pays our bills. We we got our podcast hosting. We have our website hosting, which are two separate things. We've got our tech support. We've got our travel money. Uh, so, like uh, MJC just went to an event this week, and and we get to you know we had to pay for his lift or his Uber or whatever he took. His his Luber. I think Luber sounds better for him. Ew. He doesn't know his way around. He, you know, he doesn't know the Bart, so he's got to take the take the Uber, or the Lyft.
1: Uh, all I can picture is the the scene in Euro Trip when they end up in the in the sex dungeon.
0: Yeah, and the <laughs> uh, the safe word. Oh, come yes. on!
1: <laughs> I can see him <laughs> just with some big dominatrix
0: <laughs> yelling at him.
1: The whip, and he's like, "How did I get here?
0: You took the Bart. When you take the Bart, that's what happens. You you, you miss your stop, and then that's that's the next. The, although, you know, if it, if it was Zena, I'd be all right with it, I guess. Except for the last part of that scene. Yikes. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So please do all that stuff, folks. That helps us pay our bills. And maybe we'll have MJC on to talk about that event when he can talk about it. Which I have no idea when he can.
2: Hmm.
0: Exciting stuff, though. Ha ha All right. Oh, and uh, also, if you want to check out our YouTube channel, it's at youtube.com slash psnation, twitch.tv slash psnation. That's where we do all our streaming and stuff. We're going to have a lot of video content going up on the YouTube channel in the next couple weeks. A lot. So keep your eyes open for that. Subscribe, like, comment. All right, Josh, new releases.
1: Um... Sorry, hang on, I'm, I'm <laughs> obsessing over this.
0: Did you forget that we were doing this tonight?
1: No, I'm obsessing over this Archer thing, because I can't, I, I've never been to, I don't get this, press room photo coverage. So literally, they're going to shuffle us into a room, I'm going to take pictures of them, and then I'm going to walk out, and that's
0: you, it. You know what you need to do, though? You need to do the Austin Powers thing, like, come on, pout, pout, now give me happy. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no!
1: Yeah, it's going to be me and, like, 50 other people all doing, that's, like, look here, look here, look that's here. That's the way to
0: set yourself apart, Josh.
1: Uh, just well, saying. Well, it's, uh, it's Lana, Pam, Krieger, and then a couple of executive producers. Oh,
0: man, Lana. <laughs> just go, yeah. up, go up to Aisha Tyler, give her my card, and say, call Glenn, he's in love with you.
1: And she'll go, wait, what?
0: Just, just do it.
1: She'll say, okay, I will. And she'll say, why does this say Josh on it? And I'll say, don't worry about you it. You son of
0: a bitch. You're married. I'm not. <laughs> she's not anymore either. You gaity.
1: Hey, she's flexible. It's good. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> All right. I adore uh, shit uh, Oh, title. shit. What? Well, I... I just got another one.
0: Jesus Christ.
1: Archer Mycc panel seating wristband confirmation.
0: Yes. So so you're going to Mycc this year? Because you didn't go last year.
1: Well, they didn't let us in last year. Suddenly, they let us in again. <laughs> I guess they realized they they missed our all, all our mad coverage and said, oh yeah you know, all, all those
0: zero <laughs> articles we posted in the past. I
1: said we no I posted articles.
0: Really? You want me to go count?
1: That's yeah. more than zero. I'll tell you that. <laughs> it's not a lot. But two it's years more ago, than zero. You, no, you didn't. Two years ago?
0: Yeah. Come on. You really? You seriously want me to go look?
1: I I don't know what I did two years ago. You tell me.
0: All right. Tell
1: me, special events.
0: Oh, wow, you actually did post some. Because for a long time there was nothing. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Uh Aha! Oh, wait, no. (laughs) Are these all you, though? Lego Avengers gets a trailer? I doubt you're the one that posted that. Wait, uh,
1: might be. Uh... Just Cause
0: 3 Comic-Con trailer? I doubt you posted that one, too.
1: Well, I did the, I did at least four of them.
0: Interview with Larry Fessenden, I'm sure you did.
1: Yep, Star Wars Impra- Rebels panel you, and press you went to conference. the
0: Impractical Jokers panel. Really? Yes, I did. Wow, and I never would have AMC's
1: thought that. comic book men. What? Yep. You
0: went to? The- wow, you really, you really stretched yourself out on that one.
1: Hey, actually, I had to, I had to ask a guy to get me into the Impractical Jokers one. It was, it was full basically.
0: Right. And then 2014, we have four articles. Hatsunomiku Cultural Phenomenon. I'm sure you posted that one. Yes. Uh, Lego Batman 3 Beyond Gotham panel, hands-on. Resident Evil Revolutions 2 Impressions and the Capcom panel. Mm-hmm. Wow, that was worth four articles.
1: Yeah, but I talked about more of the stuff on the podcast.
0: Yeah, but they don't care about podcasts. You know that. Nobody does. Right. <clears throat> and then 2013 is the one I went to, but I didn't have time to post anything because I spent all day in the press room. Trying to upload a goddamn video.
1: And I did Game of Thrones hands on with Thief, or did somebody else do that? I think I did that. Uh Haven, I did. Uh Venture Brothers. Uh
0: Yeah, I went to that I went to that uh round table for Robot Chicken. Mm-hmm. But like the recording I had did not make out at all because the people at the table were talking so quietly. And I was actually sitting right next to the guys that do the show. So I got their answers, but I couldn't remember what the questions were.
2: <laughs> it
0: sucked. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm. Mm. Did I post this one? or some? I must have emailed this off. About Oh, yeah. Quick, quick put this one up. For Dr. Strange table. Because that was announced when we were there.
1: Dr. Strange.
0: Dr. Strange. All right. So, Swarming? new releases.
1: Oh, yeah, that. Uh, new releases.
0: Wow. Okay. It's like we've never done this before. I mean, we're off one week, and we're just all over the place. It <laughs> feels like it. It's a mess. Okay.
1: So, new releases for the week of October, actually, the Comic-Con week. <laughs> new York Comic-Con week. Next week, mm. uh, we have The Hunter, Call of the Wild. This is This is budget week next week. There is not a game over 50 bucks. All right? Wow. So everybody be happy here. Uh, uh, The Hunter Call of the Wild. This is from THQ Nordic and Avalanche Studios. The Just Cause 3, Just Cause 2, Mad Max people. Yeah. Uh, It's an open world hunting game. Tons of animals. uh, Dynamic weather. Day-night cycles. uh, Just ridiculous simulation type stuff. Uh, with the ballistics and acoustics and wind and 50 square miles of terrain. Uh, all kinds of stuff to find. Blah, blah, blah. Excitement If you're a hunter.
2: Woo-hoo. If you want to.
1: Yes. And then we have a game that's been out in Europe for a little while already. WRC7, the official game. It is $49.99. This is from... Big Bandit Interactive Uh, Yeah,
0: It's actually been out in Europe for two weeks already uh, And it comes out Tomorrow as we're recording this We still haven't gotten our our review copy of it Because Chaz is just chomping at the bit For this game uh, Because he really loved Dirt 4 Uh, What I saw of WRC 7 was pretty damned impressive
1: and there are new cars and a total of 55 different crews, new vehicle physics uh, that they developed while working with WRC drivers and engineers. Uh, 50 special stages, 13 rallies, 13 new epic stages that last more than 15 minutes each. Um, Overhauled level design for more realistic roads, all kinds of stuff. Split screen multiplayer as well. Uh then we have Battle Chasers Night War for twenty nine ninety-nine. This is another THQ Nordic published game from Airship Syndicate. It is a turn-based combat um, inspired by uh old RPG games. Um randomly generated dungeons, traps, puzzles, loot. Your basic, you know, exactly what you would expect.
2: Sure.
1: Uh, you got six available heroes from the classic Battle Chasers comic series. And a deep crafting system. All right. Then we have the game nobody will buy. Fucking do it. I know you're thinking about it. Don't you fucking do it out there. they will do it. This is Batman: The Telltale Game series, The Enemy Within, for twenty nine ninety nine from Telltale Games. It is episode one on a disc and a code to get the rest later. Don't fucking buy it. Don't you even fucking think about it. I know you are. Wow. Don't do it. Such strong do not, words. Do not reward this behavior.
0: Oh come don't on! You, oh, you crappy it? behavior is being rewarded now, Josh. Don't do Just it. Just let it happen.
1: Don't do it. Don't do it. And you know what? Again, I'm sure that if... I should have looked this up. I'm sure if you buy this on PSN, it's cheaper. Uh, I can look. I'm looking right now. Batman, right. The Enemy Within. Damn oh, it. I
0: mean, there's there's physical media costs, man. You got to... like oh, yeah. Produce a case. You got to produce a disc and press it, and put all that first episode data on the disc. Yeah, it's a fifty gigabyte Blu-ray, man.
1: Oh yeah, it's tough. It's tough. Yeah, the season pass is twenty four ninety nine. <laughs> so pay that extra five bucks for a disc that only has one episode on it.
0: That's all you need.
1: Do it. Don't do it. Don't that, be an it's
0: All you need. Don't fucking do it.
1: All right, then we have uh, another game that was already released that is now being released onto: I don't know if this was ever disc. Maybe it was.
0: Uh, this wasn't because this is the, the the HD Upconvert and everything that they released digitally, so this is the, the disc version. This is actually good to have on disk if you're a fan., because yeah. Yeah. this is so all this the is content.:
1: Dragon's Dogma: Dark Arisen for 29.99. This is from Capcom. Uh, yeah. All the previously released DLC, everything else. It's it's the full game. Everything you'd ever want. Yeah. So that is worth it. Yes.
0: Yes. If you're a fan of the series, or if you yeah, haven't tried it just... and you like that kind of game, I don't like I'll that kind of.
1: Buy game. that Batman. Don't yeah. you?
0: <laughs> Unless you want that other Batman thing on your shelf next to all your other Batman stuff in your Batman collection. Batman. Wait.
1: Wait and see if they come out with uh. Yeah, they probably will. The the whatever thing like they did with Minecraft, like that's not confusing enough. Let's yeah. have two sets on the shelves, one which has, and and the the second one included like extra stuff that wasn't even in the first one. If yeah. you
0: got it, well, they usually release the full versions around Christmas time.
1: It's a stock but that, Yeah, but like the 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 original disc for Minecraft that came out, you got episode one, and then you got a code to download like two through five right and then the second disc that came out had one through seven on it right which is like what the
0: fuck that's what i was saying around christmas time usually they release that disc with everything on it so we yeah, have until christmas time to get your physical copy
1: yeah but they added two things to to sure. minecraft
0: it's probably like behind, which they don't behind do the with anything stuff.
1: else No, was two extra. It was like two bonus chapters that were like DLC for the first one. Ah, so you bought that first disc, and then you still had to buy something else from the Ah. store anyway to get the the extra stuff.
0: Well, at that point, you're pot committed. At that point, (sighs) Yeah. All right. uh, On to the only news item I found this week that I thought was interesting for for us, Uh, because it's an interesting story to begin with. Anyway, so Fortnite uh, from Epic Games. Is adding a new mode called Battle Royale. This might sound kind of similar to some of you folks. Uh, Later this month, actually, I think this is hitting tomorrow, yeah, September 26th. Uh, So, Battle Royale mode is coming to Fortnite. 100 players will glide down onto a large map from a flying bus and shoot and craft their way to the last person standing, to be the last person standing. Uh, Starting this week, the standard and deluxe edition of Fortnite uh, will be at a 25% discount until September September 18th. I think he means October 18th. Way to go, MJC. Way to fuck it up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we do have a review for Fortnite up on the website right now. Obviously, this uh, Battle Royale mode might sound kind of similar to some of you because that's Unknown's Battlegrounds. The game before uh, Battlegrounds was actually called Battle Royale, the mod. Uh, and the funny thing is, Player Unknown Battlegrounds is made in Unreal Engine, which is from Epic, the people that are mm-hmm. bringing us Fortnite. Uh, so <clears throat> I didn't even see this this come through. MJC put this up, and I didn't see it because then my my eyes kind of went weird when I get an email this morning from Bluehole Inc., which is the developer of Player Unknowns Battlegrounds, uh, responding to community concerns surrounding Fortnite's battle royale mode. <laughs> So, obviously, uh, Player Battlegrounds coming to Xbox One. We don't know about PS4 yet. It sounds like it's a timed exclusive. But it's, not, it's PC only right now, but I still think this is a fascinating story. So, uh, the quote from them is We've had an ongoing relationship with Epic Games throughout PUBG's development. I'm just going to say PUBG's development, as they are the creators of Unreal Engine 4, the engine we licensed for the game. Uh, said Chang Han Kim, vice president and executive producer for Bluehole Inc. After listening to the growing feedback from our community and reviewing the gameplay for ourselves, we're concerned that Fortnite might be replicating the experience for which PUBG is known. Uh, The development team for PUBG has no relationship to Fortnite's development as concerns around user interface, gameplay, and structural replication in the Battle Royale mode exist. Oh my god, I have to see this. Uh, We've also noticed that Epic Games references PUBG in the promotion of Fortnite to their community and in communications with the press. This has never been discussed with us and we don't feel that it's right. So there you go. Uh, Wow. That's effing crazy if this is true. I mean, we kept saying at E3 even, like, when are the PUBG clones going to start hitting? And you know they will. Uh, everybody's going to try to jump on this bandwagon and milk it for all it's worth until it gets boring. And, yeah. Here you go, folks. Yeah. (laughs) I I need to watch this video after we're done. i got to see how close it is to PUBG. Wow. All right, but that's the only news item I could find this week. I don't know if anybody else, if you had anything, but that's all I could find
1: no i don't think so
0: okay well then you have something to talk about then don't you
1: what me
0: yeah Ooh. you 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 what? wrote something down <clears throat>
1: uh well certainly not wolfenstein too
0: <laughs> really <laughs> yep
1: <laughs> not until thursday so wow yeah not wolfenstein too i'm not talking about that
0: or you because... can talk about it and we can hold the podcast all thursday and really fuck with people's heads yeah. Ooh. Nah,
2: Where's the podcast? You said you'd be back this week.
1: Nah. It's okay. Yeah, you I can mean, talk about it next week. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, it's, it, it was a new level, new abilities, and things like that. And that's <gasps> That's what I'll say.
0: I really hope they add a mode where, when you do the melee, you can actually punch a Nazi in the nose. Like, actually have the animation, like, go to a cut animation of you just punching a Nazi in the nose. Mm. I think that'd be just spectacular. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: I mean, a regular melee is a regular melee, but just punching him in the nose. Just so satisfying. To punch a piece of shit Nazi in the nose. Yes. That'd be awesome. Anyway. Yes. On with what else you're going to say.
1: Uh so what else I saw was Evil Within 2. I played about an hour of it and it's pretty cool. <laughs> um I have the first one. I really haven't had a chance to play it. But after doing this, I'm like I really have to go back and play that.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> um so yeah, I started out uh, Sebastian, the guy from the first one. This is a direct sequel to the to the first game. Uh, I don't know how far I was into the game or, or what was going on, but we were just kind of dropped into this area, and uh, I was kind of in a town, but the town was breaking up and all over the place, and I dropped right into a boss battle immediately. I was like, gee, thanks, guys. Nice. <laughs> And they're like, yeah, sorry about that. That's just how it's going to go. Good luck.
0: <laughs> Dick move.
1: Um, so dropped right into a boss battle, and it's, you're trapped in this area, and it's a lot of running away from this thing and taking shots at it and trying to get it to walk through traps and uh, trying to just basically wear it down until you can take it out. Uh, which is what I was doing. And so all these weapons and everything, this was all new to me. Um, This was the first time I had seen any of this stuff. So uh, I get to play with, before you walk in, you're you're in like a little office area and you go off to the side and you can go and uh, go to a shooting gallery, basically, and just try out all the different weapons. Uh, so I did that, and then when I got out there, and immediately I'm getting chased all over the place. I'm like, fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I didn't know which ones to change to, what I was doing. I, I just, I was just shooting anything I could. So, um, but it's really creepy, uh, really, really cool, um, from what I saw. Then you're inside this. This building and walls keep moving like you walk down the hallway and then you turn around and the doorway you came through is gone. Now it's just a solid wall. And there was an area I could have gone down to. And I thought, well, let me check over here first. And then I never got back to that. And I was like, shit, I wonder what was down there. Nah. <laughs> um, so there, there seems to be you seem to have choices in, in where you're going, at least to a certain extent. I mean, it was kind of guiding me down a path essentially. Um, but it's really creepy and really, really cool from what I played. Then the second boss that you run into is even bigger and nastier and just disturbing looking and uh, I, th- I thought that one was actually easier, because I understood what I needed to do almost immediately. Um, okay. And I got to the end of that, and they're like, "Okay," and they just ran in and grabbed, like, "Stop me!" because they said it goes on from there, but they wanted to stop it right there.
0: <laughs>
1: so they quickly stopped me right after I got through that. Um, but it's it's pretty impressive so far. I mean, it looks amazing.
0: The graphics cool, are just cool.
1: really really good, and the atmosphere is so freaking creepy and just disturbing in places. Uh, so very very impressive. Very. Uh, I think excited to see the full game, and that comes out October thirteenth.
0: Jeez, yeah, just in time Friday, for Halloween. 13th.
1: Ooh, yeah, yeah. yes. Yes, uh, and then well, I played Doom or uh, Wolfenstein, of course, and I did not have much time, but I said, "Can you get me into?" Uh, one of the VR ones, because they had Skyrim, Doom, and Fallout. And they said, well, which one do you want? I said, whatever one you can get me to. I- I'm happy with anything. They're sure. like, because we can probably only get you to one. I was like, whatever you have open.
0: Sure.
1: So they put me in Skyrim. Nice. Um, <laughs> and the PlayStation VR headset had uh little horns attached to it, like oh, Skyrim. <laughs> <laughs> And I said, so the special edition is coming with the horns, right? And the guy was like, you know, we're trying to figure out. He's <laughs> like, I don't think we could do that, but wouldn't nice. that be cool? <laughs> um, so, well, it just, it makes it tougher to actually take the thing off and on your head without destroying them. So. Right. But uh, it's Skyrim and you're inside it. <laughs> I mean, I could say that. Uh, I was actually a little annoyed with so it was it was two move controllers okay uh and he's he's like okay you push here and then you push here and then when you want to go back and forth you push this and then this and then you do this and then this and then over here and then this i'm like really man come on it was like a hundred different controls for what like this 10 minute demo sure i was like yeah i i don't know that i'm gonna be doing all those different controls but all right let's see So I got in and he did mention that they're looking at or they're working on dual shock controls, which I think is needed in this. Because as it is right now, it's all teleportation. Which I'm okay with, but you can only teleport like five feet in front of you. Uh, So I want to go up the hill. So it's boom, 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 boom. That sounds miserable. boom, Boom, boom. Boom, 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 (laughs) boom. I was was like, fuck me. (laughs) I I just want to walk. Just let me walk. Sure. Oh, you know, if I get sick, I get sick. Just let me walk. (laughs) Um, Yeah, the teleportation. it, It would be nice if you could just teleport a little bit further. I mean, I guess I get why they do it, because when you're fighting a boss battle, they don't want you just like, oh, the boss is about to get me. Let me teleport across the room and be untouched, you know? Right. Uh, because that's what happened. Like near the end of the demo, I get dropped in. I, I come into this. Uh, I, I'm, I'm walking through these catacombs, which are pretty cool. And then you get into this big open space and you can look around. You're like, holy shit, this is like really big. And then this massive spider comes down. Yeah. And and in VR the size of it is it's pretty impressive and I was like all right this is cool I I'm digging this. Um but yeah if you could teleport across the room then you would just avoid the thing the whole time and just hit it from behind and it would be too easy. So I guess I understand why they did that but
2: sure.
1: I I was not too thrilled with it. Um in terms of movement. Uh with the dual shock Probably better. Um, like I swinging. mean, the game
0: is made for a regular controller, so yeah, <clears throat> you're already like converting it to VR. But if it's not built from the ground up to have a special uh, control scheme for movement, I just don't think it'll work that well.
1: Yeah. Um, well, and, and like the thing is, in my left hand I had fire, it was just like magic fire coming out, and the right hand I had a sword so I started with the sword and I'm swinging wildly and you know, it looks like I'm supposed to be hitting their sword or blocking it or hitting them. And it wasn't quite connecting. And I'm like, okay, early on, I get it. It's not, you know, they're not releasing it next week. It's fine. Sure. Um, but it got to a point where I was like, Oh fuck you guys. And I just started hitting everybody with fire. <laughs> <laughs> everybody I could, I was like, all right, because <laughs> the guy is next to me and I can hear him. And I'm like, all right. He's like, yeah, there's a guy down there. I'm like, yeah, I see him. I'm I'm not, I'm not, I'll fuck him. Fire, fire, fire. (laughs) And he started laughing and I'm like, this just, yeah, it's just easier to just blast them with fire at this point because I, you know, I, I'm, I'm sure they're aware of this. They're aware of the limitations right now and they're, they're working on cleaning all that up and they are, as far as I know, working on dual shot controls, which would be much better. Uh, but we'll see. It's it's impressive, though. It's really kind of cool to step into that world and literally be inside that world. And you can just look all around you and you're in there. It's, sure. It's a whole different experience, which is cool. I'm really excited to see Doom and Fallout in VR. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> Those are going to be cool. I, I just. I,
0: Doom scares me a little bit.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I I love that they're doing this. It's really it's awesome that they're actually I mean it's ambitious as hell, especially Skyrim and Fallout, for fuck's sake. But yeah. It's cool. It's it's cool that they're doing that. Um So I did get video. I'm sending it to Glenn. Like if I had a computer that can handle it, I I would just do it cuz there's not a ton of editing that needs to be done, but um it's roughly an hour of Wolfenstein two and roughly an hour of evil within two. So cool. Uh, yeah. So that's what it is. I can't talk about Wolfenstein two. Mm. New stuff, new, new, new abilities and things, but, uh, cool. It'll be all over the internet on Thursday. So
0: yeah, yeah. I'm excited for Wolf two. I really am.
1: Yeah, it's, it's crazy fun. Everything I've played so far. Nice. I'm really enjoying it. So that's that.
0: All right. You know something that I totally forgot to bring up? And oh, I'm actually, God. I've been going through it since you've been talking. <laughs> uh, the Tokyo Game Show is currently going on. Oh. And PlayStation last week had their press conference. It was like an hour and a half. They showed some really cool shit. Did they? Yeah, um, so I'm actually watching what one did of the they show. Well, I'm, I'm not all the way through it, and unfortunately, I just don't remember it all. Uh, but two new Earth Defense Force games for PS4, and they both looked really good. Like Ooh. actually, texturing and everything, I was pretty impressed. Uh, a new Gundam game, which I'm sure we'll never get over here. Oh. <clears throat> um, and then Zone of the Enders is coming to PS4, and it's going to support VR. I think I saw that. Yeah. Hmm. Um, but I'm only forty-five minutes into this hour and a half. I've been skimming through it since you were talking. I was hoping you would talk more, but no. Dick's got to try to go through it really fast.
1: Hey, embargo, bitches. Yeah. <laughs> or I'd be talking about Wolfenstein right now.
0: <laughs> I mean, they showed some Japanese stuff for like Detroit and some other games, but that we know about. There were, I mean, there were some really cool things that I saw. I just don't remember what the hell it is anymore. My brain's just fried. Oh, yeah, new Fist of the North Star game, which I'm sure we'll never get over here. I used to love those games in 16-bit days. Uh, here's the other EDF. Man, it looks really good. It doesn't look like an Earth Defense Force game. It looks like an actual like, good game. Like, from a technical standpoint, it looks tec- technically sound. It's confusing. Not used to that. Um, yeah, here's Detroit. Which, uh... They have been really doing up at TGS apparently. Like they have all these people dressed up like the androids, and they're really pushing it over there.
1: Well, they had that at E3.
0: I don't remember that. They did. Did they?
1: I walked past them like five times. Yeah.
0: Wow. They have a. Well, at TGS, the pictures I saw were um, like they actually have them up in, in, like they're in the front window of a store. Mm -hmm. They're all just standing there. Looked really weird. Yeah. Uh, what is this? Oh, that's the new Metal Gear Solid, which, or the new Metal Gear, which looks so weird without Kojima.
1: It's weird. That's the one I played at E3.
0: Oh, that's right. Metal Gear Survive, right?
1: It was, yeah. You were transported to a parallel universe or some weird dimension or something. You're on another planet, and like <sighs> we're, what we played was base building. You're, okay. You've got hordes coming in at you You're we put up fences we laid down like oil traps on the ground and things like that so the cool thing is like when <laughs> you lay down the oil trap and then suddenly if you can't get around it and you have to walk through it you slip and fall on your ass and then you have to get up and you slip and fall on your ass and you have to get oh, up geez. but you do that for them and then when they're in there and they're all slipping and falling on their ass you light the thing up nice. and just torch them all so uh, there were a bunch of different you know they're coming in from different directions coming over the walls and you've got like four of us in there and we're all rushing around to build up the defenses you know which roughly which direction they're coming from each time right um it was fun it was actually a lot of fun but i i don't know what else is going to go on in this game and how that's going to translate to a full experience and you know if you've got three idiots with you forget it you're going to oh, have yeah. a miserable time and
0: but i mean that kind of gameplay is so not in my <laughs> purview at all that i really don't care anything about it like ba- base build i mean that's fortnite that literally is what fortnite is it's base building and horde mode and it's the stuff i never like playing so to me i'm just eh, I, I i don't even care yeah uh, they showed more footage from Nino Cooney too. It still looks amazing. Um, I thought there was a, kind of a big announcement, though. Well, we're also getting a new Red Dead Redemption trailer, it sounds like, on the 28th. Last of Us
1: 2. No, not uh, Last of Us 2. They didn't 2. show Last of Us 2. The Last Guardian 2.
0: No. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, they did show a new trailer for... Um, uh, uh, um, what's the one before that? Uh, Shadow of the Colossus yeah. for PS4. That looks yep. really good. Man, it looks clean now. Um, kind of glad I never played the PS3 one. No, it it was a pretty solid showing though. I mean, there was a lot of Japanese games, you know, that we'll never see over here like Japanese dating games and stuff. But oh, they did show one. It was like an A train thing. It's it's another train game. Hmm. Like you you ha- I don't think they have a special controller yeah. for it though. Unfortunately. But yeah, yeah they uh they showed I think it's like driving the like the elevated trains around Tokyo or something though it doesn't seem like a regular you know like bullet train thing or something but I couldn't really well, tell.
1: The two I have the one is the bullet train and the other one is uh the Chicago L yeah. train yeah. essentially.
0: Oh and but then they're there's both
1: Japanese games which right. so weird. it's all in Japanese. Oh
0: yeah, I didn't do very well in that. Uh, and then Gungrave VR is coming out. So, Ooh. yeah, that looked really good. I, I actually thought it was a No More Heroes game at first, but it's Gungrave, so we <clears throat> have all the crazy gunplay. Um, I'm just skimming through here. I'm sure I'm missing a ton of good stuff. Uh, like this. What is this? Oh, there's. Eh, whatever. If we find anything else, we'll, we'll get it posted, maybe. Maybe. Possibly. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I did see there was a 20 minute video put up today from PlayStation Access over in Europe. Uh, they did 20 minutes of gameplay for Monster Hunter World as well, which is coming to PS4. So check that out on their channel on YouTube. Looks really good. It's not my type of game again, but that's a game I've always loved watching people may, or play. Because it's just so much frenetic action, you know, and, and it's a lot of running away, apparently. Run away! So, yeah, that's all I, I really remember. Sorry. That was before I left for the trip.
2: Mm-hmm. Anyway.
0: All right. Uh, where are we at here? Uh, what, what, what we're playing. I guess I can start since I don't really have a lot. Mm-hmm. Or do you want to just continue on since you were already going with that?
1: Uh, um, I can continue. That's fine. <clears throat> all right. Uh, let me see. Let me see. Let me see played Madden 17 and 18. All right. Because I needed to see them back to back. All right. Back to back there is clearly a difference.
0: Yeah, cuz you were saying you didn't really see much of a difference for a long time and yes. people were kind of disappointed in that.
1: Yes, I did not see much of a difference because I hadn't played 17 in a month or two. Um well And when you just play 18, you probably won't notice it. But if you play them back-to-back, it's clear there's a huge difference between the two. The frame rate is much better. Uh, It looks much smoother. The animation is better. Everything about it is just so much better. Uh, They do have a lot of the canned animations, though, still left over, which is annoying as crap. That's why it it fools you when you see all this stuff that you're so familiar with and you're like they didn't freaking change anything i can't believe this sure, you know sure sure um but yeah it it's night and day difference when you really play them back to back it's amazing uh a bunch more NHL 18 all right. <clears throat> which i will review tonight um we play more minecraft we have to we're going to stream that at some point um, we we're talking about the the semi bad thing about it is it's on Mason save, so oh, okay our big, big game is on Mason Save, and I'm not'm I'm not actually now that I think about it, I don't even know if we can stream that why it's
0: oh well, you have an Elgato, don't you
1: uh yeah, I'm
0: pretty sure you have something there
1: I do. I don't know if I can. I don't know. I'll, I'll see if I can. Um, Because that save has just gotten crazy. Like we built this massive greenhouse, essentially. All this glass, this huge area. And then I had run way off in the distance over to a mountain and built a tunnel between the two. And we built tracks between the two. And then I started going down into this cave and digging around. And I finally found diamonds last week, which we had been looking for forever. Fucking forever. <laughs> and I finally found some diamonds. And then I was sticking around and I found this other area. I'm like, what's this up here? I didn't even see this opening up here. And I go up and I start moving around and it looks like an old abandoned mine shaft like proper with the 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 beams across the top and down the sides and everything i was like holy shit i've never seen that i didn't even think this anything like this was in this game ah. <clears throat> so i'm digging around there and there's a monster generator and now i know how to defeat those you know you just cover them with torches and the monsters don't come out um but as i'm walking around i'm like Look, there's all these broken train tracks all over the place. I'm like, holy shit! I can just dig those up and grab them, and we got free train tracks, like for the mine carts. Sure, yeah. I don't need to do all this mining for iron and and get the wood and all that stuff and put them together. I was like, shit! I'm just gonna wander just for that. Nice. And plus, in there, like it's filled with iron and coal and all this other stuff. So we're doing all that. We're having all kinds of fun. And then I, I came out of there and I emptied out all my stuff, gave him all the tracks and said, go to town. And I said, you know what? I need to see what's on the other side of this river because we still haven't found a town. We haven't wandered too far, but there's gotta be a village or something nearby. So I said, let me go in this direction. And I wandered, wandered, wandered and I'm running, running, running. And Suddenly it's getting dark, and I'm like, oh, shit, I'm not going to make it back. So I had to dig into the side of a mountain and just make a little tiny base. And I forgot to bring a bed. Um, so if you don't have a bed, you can't sleep and skip the night. Uh, and when you skip the night, none of the monsters spawn. So. okay. So I was like, shit, well, all right, you have to stay up all night in there, and I have to stay up all night because I don't have a bed. And I said, let me just go a little further. (laughs) So, (laughs) So the morning came, and I went further, and I hit like the edge, and I hit this ocean, it looks like. And I was like, is that an island over there? Oh, that's so cool. And I go, oh, no, wait, it's a big peninsula. So I built a little tiny shack on the peninsula and then found all this other cool stuff we'd never seen before. And then I saw a proper island out, like in the in the ocean, and I went, "Well, I'm going to go out there." And I was messing around there, and I thought, "Well, you know, it's a small island, so if any monsters spawn, I'll see them immediately, and I'm all good." And then I said, "I might as well build a little base here," and then it turned into like a James Bond island fortress. It's freaking crazy. Nice. I reshaped the whole thing so it is sheer cliffs on all sides. There's no way to get to it. Uh and I finished it all off and I left the one thing open. I was like, well crap, I need to dig a tunnel from this all the way back over to that little shack on the on the shoreline. Um, but I don't have any torches. And I didn't have anything to make torches. So I was like, all right, I have to leave. And I left a little hole in the side of it and I jumped into the water. And then I thought, Oh fuck, how am I getting back up there?
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I go back over, I get a, bu- I make a bunch of torches and everything. And I start digging and I swim out and I'm like, okay, it's roughly here. Cause I have a map. I'm looking at the coordinates. I'm like, I'm, it's roughly here. So dig down, make my way all the way over. And I made all these ladders. So I dig straight up and I'm like, all right, it's, it's right around here. I think this is where I am. And I'm digging up, 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 up. And I hit water and I'm like, Oh shit. I quickly fill it in again (laughs) before all the water comes pouring down on me. And, um, then I go back out and I, I swim out again and I look, I'm like, fuck, I was off by like five in this direction and 10 in that direction. I was like, okay. So now I'm thinking, well, I want all those ladders again. I don't want to leave them up there. So I go to like break all the ladders and bring them with me. And next to them, I put all these torches. So like a dumbass, I'm like, well, let me get the torches too. And as I lean off to get a torch, I fall off the ladder and fall all the way down and die. Nice. And I'm like, Oh fuck, there goes my diamond sword, my diamond pickaxe, all this stuff I had, all these things I had gathered. And I'm like, fuck. And I respawned all the way back at our base. Back oh. at the greenhouse. Uh, and I'm like,
0: uh, no. Uh.
1: <laughs> And it's nighttime and it's raining, and I'm like, I can't leave. I've got nothing. I have no armor. I have no weapons. I have nothing. And I looked in the chest nearby in our base, and there were no weapons in there. I'm like, fuck, fuck. What am I gonna do? And Mason's like, here, you can have one of my five swords. And I'm like, all right, thanks. <laughs> so I took a sword and two pickaxes and nothing else. And I made a. The moment the sun came up, I made a run for it. And I'm like, I don't know if my stuff's still there. I think maybe it lasts a day, like a full day cycle. And I got to run. I'm running, running, running. Then I couldn't figure out where it was. Then I was lost. And I found the shoreline. And I'm like, I don't recognize any of this. And I'm running along the shoreline. And I found it. And I got into the little thing. I went all the way down. I came around the corner. And there's all my shit laying there. <laughs> and I'm like, yes! That's and I cool. I grabbed it all. Yeah. I was so happy. I grabbed all of it. And finish the thing. I dug straight up, and I dug into my my clifftop fortress. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> and I put a little trapdoor
1: on it, and everything. And it's it's freaking awesome. So then I had to get back to Mason, and I wasn't looking at the map. And I was like, it's this direction. And I was like, I think I'm lost. And it was getting dark. And I, I went into a cave. I was like, Mason, pull up a map. And show me the coordinates. And I looked at it, and I pulled up my map, and I looked at the coordinates, and I was like 500 off in one direction, and like 700 off in the other direction. <laughs> I was like, holy fuck. <laughs> I was like, I am nowhere near where we were. How did I get out here? So I knew where I needed to go, but I figured this is good, because now maybe I'll find a village on the way. Nothing. <laughs> yeah. I I don't know where the nearest village is, but it was crazy. We had so much fun that day. And the whole time I'm like, we should be streaming this. This would be like really fun with the fortress and, and dying there and all the shit that's going on. It would just be fun to have, you know, just to stream. So we're going to try to do that at some point. He's in there by himself at times and he's building all kinds of crazy shit. Just insane stuff. Like usually he sees it on YouTube But then, like, he built this one thing, this giant replica of a train car. And I'm like, where did you see that one? He's like, well, nobody did it, but I'm sure somebody did it somewhere. But I haven't seen a video for it, so maybe they just didn't do a video for it. So it was in my imagination, and then I just used my imagination, and I just did it. And I was like, holy shit. (laughs) That's really good. Look at what you did there. (laughs) So he's going nuts with it, which is I like to see that he's actually getting creative with it and building all kinds of crazy shit. So that's nice to see. Nice. Um, Then they were attracted to the icon for super exploding zoo. Oh man. So yeah. And I was like, wow, I haven't played that like in forever. I
0: think I played that since E3, (laughs) like when it was shown.
1: Yeah, I played it at E3. I got it. I think I played it once and that was it and I hadn't played it since. So, uh, I played it a bunch for the kids and they were enjoying it for a while and then, uh, I played something that comes out tomorrow. Okay. Um, it's just like, hey, do you want this? Here it is. And I was like, what? Can you just not talk about it till Tuesday? I was like, okay. Um DreamWorks Voltron VR Chronicles.
0: You motherfucker. Yeah. I, that I, looked really interesting to me too.
1: I, you know what? It's really good. Nice.
0: <laughs> Surprisingly. It's only about an hour long. Yeah.
1: And it's fifteen bucks. Uh yeah. unless you buy it right now before midnight. Uh, which I'm only saying to Glenn because by the time this podcast is out, the price will go up.
0: Oh, you don't know that I'm streaming this? I forgot to tell you? Okay. Uh
1: I think it's eleven ninety nine pre order and it's fourteen ninety nine uh after it comes out, essentially. Ah, okay. So uh so it's it's based on or it's tied into the Netflix um legendary Voltron Defender. Voltron Legendary Defender. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. Um. So this is really cool because uh, you play as Lance, uh, the Blue Paladin, with your um, Blue Lion, basically. Yeah. And it's pretty cool. It's I I I kind of hope that they continue with it. Um. It almost feels like it's part one of a bigger. Thing. Uh, So when you get in, they show you the two hands. Yeah, it requires two move controllers uh, right off the bat. So everybody knows that. Okay. Um, When you get in, it shows you, okay, reach out and touch these buttons, and you touch the buttons, and it says, okay, the hands will appear when there's interactivity and stuff, and they'll disappear when it's just um, uh, story, essentially. So you sit there, and the cool thing is with the story, like you're in there and you and you're seeing all this shit going on, and these these characters are standing there talking, well, you can get up and you can kind of walk around the characters a bit and look at them from all these different angles, and I'm like, "This is crazy! I'm inside the cartoon this is this is just really nuts <laughs> uh, and then when you play, there's like puzzles the the you start off with a puzzle thing and you're reaching out and you're switching things and doing things light puzzling. It's not super hard or anything like that. Sure. Uh, then you're in control and you're actually flying and you're shooting. And I was like, this is awesome. Oh, wow. <laughs> and you're fighting and then there's more puzzle stuff and then more fighting and more puzzle stuff and fighting. And Puzzles, it's But then I
0: have better. to think.
1: Yeah. Uh, but it's it's really fun. It's especially if you're a fan of Voltron. I think you're absolutely going to love this. It's really cool. Uh, so I was very very impressed with it. I didn't really expect much. I was like, oh, DreamWorks Voltron VR Chronicles, huh? <laughs> Sounds like one of those. Uh, okay,
0: it's yeah. A digital Domain though. It's DreamWorks. It, it's but, yeah, pretty decent it, uh, uh, pedigree on there.
1: It's actually really good. I was impressed with it. Um, much more so than I really thought I was going to be. Um, so definitely if you're a fan, it's worth it. Uh, if you're not a fan, if you're looking for some fun, yeah, I, you might want to wait till it goes on sale. I mean, it is only an hour. Um, sure, sure. But you can replay it, obviously, and... It's worth replaying, I think, because it's just... It's a cool story, and there's some fun stuff to do in it. The the action stuff is fun, and it's it's cool. It's definitely worth it. Uh, That was it for what I played. I saw the
0: Orville. I've only gotten to see the first two episodes. There's, okay,
1: there's three now, yeah, so... Yeah,
0: it's, it's on my TiVo.
1: Yeah, so... I, if in case anybody does not know seth mcfarlane Seth McFarlane, <laughs> mcfarlane, I always do that Todd mcfarlane uh Seth McFarlane um is a massive star trek fan yeah. just uh, and he's tried for years to get the rights to Star trek right, and they would not give him the rights' because, you know money um, so he's always wanted to do a star Trek series and he convinced Fox, he's like, look Fox, I'm, I'm making you money hand over <laughs> fist. So this is what I want now. Yeah. And they gave it to him, which I mean, you can see it's, it's impressive in cool. just in terms of effects work yeah. and, and makeup and everything else. It looks amazing. Well, and in, all the
0: people that, that are working it, like, John Favreau directed the first episode. Um, Jonathan Frakes directs an episode. Uh, Brandon Braga directs an episode. Andy's a part of the show, so you've yeah. got that Star Trek pedigree there. It's and like they're gonna have all these guest stars, like apparently Charlize Theron's in one of the episodes, and like he's got all these people that he's always worked with that he sneaks onto it.
1: Yeah. See, now that was the thing. Like, I when when I heard about it, I was like, okay, it's going to be his funny take on star Trek. And I hope it's not, uh, like the Western was and just "Hi, I'm too clever for everyone else. And I'm just going to comment on everything. And, right. Right. And it's not essentially, you know, there's bits of comedy here and there. There's more in the pilot. And I think he had to do that just to make Fox happy. Yeah. And, by the third episode, the third episode is deadly serious. There's like one joke in the entire episode. I'm like, this is star Trek without star Trek. It literally is. Um, it's, it's a star Trek knockoff, but it's actually a really good one. Really good one. You know, they, they still joke around here and there, but for the most part, it's a very serious show and, and they're taking it, they're playing it straight. And uh, the third one, yeah, especially by that, that episode it's like holy shit there's like some heavy stuff going on in here and and drama and it's it's really good because i love that type of i i mean i love star trek you know so
0: well what i like about it is it just seems less stuffy than star trek like it you know yeah yeah i mean there are jokes in it but it's not sitcom jokes it's it's like more um situational jokes you know what i mean but yeah but the, yeah, the thing that I noticed right away, because I, I am really enjoying it is they need to work on their scale a little bit in terms of like when they're walking around the ship itself, there's barely anybody in the halls ever, you know, and it doesn't seem like, yeah, it seems like the ship is too big for the crew they have, you know. Um, but I, I, I really like what they're doing. You know, they're doing all the cool stuff with the different races and uh, they're dealing with some of the science and, and it's recognizable people on the show.
1: Well, yeah, the Doctor was from Deep Space Nine.
0: Well, she was also on 24. She was yeah. uh, President Palmer's wife. Uh, yeah. yeah, so it, it's, it's cool because he gets it, but I also like the fact that there's still some, like, it's a little bit more lighthearted than Star Trek, but it's not it's not sitcom silliness, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. there is some silly shit in it, but uh, yeah, no, I, I've really liked what I've watched so far. And it's yeah. funny because critics just, like, shit all over it. Really, uh some critics did, yeah huh that's
1: it weird. it was it it's... was
0: quite across the board on that one,
1: see, and that's the thing. I wonder how many people went into it expecting family Guy in space,
0: which essential uh, I don't think I'd like that, you know, yeah,
1: but I, uh, expecting that kind of just okay it's it's a family guy take on Star trek, it's going to be crazy, wacky you know situations and and goofball stuff and and when they saw what it was, they were just kind of like, oh. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, but I went the opposite way. I was like, I'm afraid it's going to be all this crazy wacky stuff, but it's a lot more, it's a more serious take on it with the lightheartedness. Yes. Yeah. Um, but not goofy over the top wacky dumb shit. Basically,
2: yeah,
1: yeah. Um, so yeah, very, very cool. The, I'm, I'm blown away by the makeup and the effects so far. I Just the first episode I was like, they poured a fuck ton of money into this. You can see it. It's all there on the screen.
0: But, I mean, Family Guy (laughs) is doing extremely well. His movies have done well. Um, American Dad isn't on Fox, but it's doing really well. And and Seth MacFarlane has a lot of clout right now, and and he's using it, it, and I don't blame him.
1: Yeah. Well, it got him his own Star Trek, (laughs) which is cool. Yeah, yeah. And I did watch the first... 15 minutes or so of Star Trek Discovery.
0: You know, I'm afraid to watch it because I don't want to pay for their fucking app to watch the rest of the show.
1: Oh yeah, I'm not going to be paying
0: for nothing. Yeah, it, I, I, it, the, Here's the problem because I I'm not the right person to say all this but cuz you know, I still have Hulu and I still have Netflix and everything, but I'm paying for cable,
1: but who needs another $15 or whatever yeah, it is just I'm, to watch one show?
0: If I have a cable account, So, like, for a lot of the streaming services now, I have to have a cable account to use them. So, obviously, I was using my parents' one for a long time and everything. But I have cable now. I pay a lot. I pay too much money for cable, and I I want it to be either or. I want it to be if I have a cable account, then I should be able to watch on CBS for free with my account with their service. Yeah, I don't want to pay twice for CBS because we're in this really weird limbo right now. Where a lot of stuff is switching to, to streaming, but there's all these special circumstances you have to use to get streaming, you know, like having a cable account or whatever. Because we dealt with yeah. that on the drive back yesterday. We, we, um, Rock has an MLB.com account, and it was cool because we were in Iowa, so we could finally stream uh, a Brewer game live, uh, off the, the, the mm. radio stream. It, it's so funny, like, I have my parents' uh, cable account, so I can use the Fox Sports app to watch baseball games live. But if you're in the area and you don't watch the game and you want to watch the replay, you have, to, you have to wait 90 minutes until after the game is over to start the replay. But if you're not in the area, you can start it right away. It's so stupid. But, you know, but to get the and, audio, you have to have the MLB app. You can't, like, so we wanted to just listen to the, to the radio audio because I'm driving, obviously. And you have to pay, like, 300 bucks a year for that app. <laughs> and you can't use it in Wisconsin.
1: I think Hana was... Uh complaining about it Uh, she was absolutely right like the if you have the nhl package yeah and the quote-unquote game of the week or whatever is on the nhl network there's no fucking reason that should be blacked out on the nhl it's bullshit you're already paying for the nhl package yeah this is the nhl network that's showing the game it should be on there it's ridiculous that it's not so yeah, that's uh, there's there's all kinds of weird stuff. Like Disney now, it looks like Disney is about to pull their own streaming service because they're they're slowly starting to like all their movies and things are expiring from Netflix and wherever else and they're not re-upping them because they're planning their own service where they're going to charge people which you know they're seeing the success of Netflix and Hulu and whatever, and they're saying, "Oh, we can do that too, but you can't because then everybody everybody can't pay you can't pay every single channel six seven, eight bucks a month, yeah, you just can't especially when you have a cable subscription or you have something else, it just it adds up to too much at some point, and then you have yeah. to pick and choose, yeah. and a lot of these services." CBS, I, I think CBS is going to die. Do do they really have? And this might be the shortest lived Star Trek series ever. Yeah, it might actually only go one season because if this streaming service fails, what are they going to do? Are they going to bring Discovery back to CBS, the regular network? Well, and I that's doubt the problem. it. Problem like. There's going to be no room on their schedule for it. They ca- it's going to be fucked.
0: Yeah, they need to have a carryover. They need if they want people to use their app, they have to understand that at this moment, what people are used to is if you have a cable account, you can use the streaming service. But to, mm-hmm. just to expect that, oh, now CBS is going to start making online-only stuff and you have to pay pay separately for it. Well, fuck you for a single app from one network. No. Yeah. No. And Disney's yeah. doing the same thing. You know, there was that whole hubbub about uh, we're going to take all the Disney and Star Wars stuff and Marvel stuff off Netflix in 2019 and we're going to take it all to Disney's. Well, that's a little bit different because Disney has so much content. If you're a yeah. fan of Disney, I can see people doing it. But CBS, like, really? Eh. So is CBS now going to take everything off Hulu? Because Hulu is really what's going to suffer. You know, they've already taken some shows off Hulu to put them on their own apps here and there and Hulu is the one that's going to suffer in a couple of years because all these networks are going to start trying to do the same bullshit and to expect somebody to pay separately for your new app with content from one channel is ludicrous right now. I can see in the future. I mean, that's the whole a la carte thing that we've wanted from cable companies for years, but you have to give people a chance to adapt from having cable to going over to your app because what's going to happen is once a lot of those are available and you can pay for them and they're affordable and it's cheaper to do a per channel you know a la carte system than having cable then people will probably do it because that's what we've been wanting for a long time because all you ever hear from these cable companies is well you know to have espn we also have to have these sh- 10 shitty channels and it costs us this much and that's why it costs so much for you Mm-hmm. And everybody says, "Well, bullshit! I want to style a cart," and, they, and that's why the cable companies say they can't do it. So now these companies are getting smarter, kind of, and saying, "Okay, <laughs> we'll bring out our own app," which is fine. But you can't expect that the people are paying like a hundred bucks for cable right now are also going to pay five or eight or nine, whatever that CBS One is, yeah, extra. I, I'm not going both ways here. Like it's going to be either nuts. or, yeah. And it's football season, so guess what? I'm keeping cable, and you I'm not paying for your it. fucking app.
1: The the first thing I thought of when I saw that because it was all over every service that hey try it now for free and you get to see yeah you get to see Star Trek Discovery first two episodes and and then it goes away yeah and I looked at that and I thought well, wait a second so if nobody buys into this or not enough people buy into this and the whole thing basically fails after a year Star Trek Discovery is fucked it is. Because there will be no room on... CBS is not going to leave a gaping hole in their schedule just in case they need to bring Star Trek Discovery back. Exactly. Their schedule is going to be full with a commitment to X number of episodes of this, this series on this time and day. You know? They're not going to have an opening for it.
0: Yeah. So... <clears throat> I mean, I quite frankly... I think it's crazy. I would, I would have no qualms... About downloading episodes of that show without having their app. I would, because I'm paying for CBS. I'm paying for cable. I'm paying for CBS. Right now, I feel that I should have access to their content. And if they're going to split their content off to online only, well, fuck them. I mean, they tried that with CISO. CISO was like all these comedy shows and everything. There was some really good stuff on there. Uh, Harmontown was hilarious. And now it's moved to another stupid service. But it was backed by NBC. It was backed by a lot of bigger networks, and it failed. They couldn't get enough people to subscribe to it, and they had awesome content. What's on the CBS app? Star Trek. Okay. What, what else? Uh-huh. Seriously.
1: Yeah. Well, that's they figure there's enough of an audience there that all the Star Trek fans won't want to miss it, and they'll all subscribe to it. And I, I don't know. I don't think that's. I don't think it's worth it. I, it's crazy to pay because basically. At worst, you can wait till the end of the season and buy the freaking Blu-ray. Yeah, you know.
2: Yeah,
1: I mean, I'd rather do that and then not have to watch commercials, not have to pay five, six bucks a month, or whatever it is. I I, I don't even know. I think it's like eight or nine. Um, but whatever it is, the Blu-ray is going to be cheaper. Oh, probably for the full season.
0: Yeah, and so I mean, I've been without. Worth. I've been without Star Trek for a long time, and I hate to say it, but <clears> I, have, <throat> I have the Orville right now. And quite frankly, the oh, yeah. Oval so far has scratched my <laughs> Star Trek-ish pretty well.
1: And that's the thing. It's amazing that the two of these came out like within a week of each other, yeah. two weeks of each other. Yeah. It's just crazy. So I watched the first 15 minutes or so of it, okay. and um, I like what I've seen so far. I The production design is beautiful and everything. But again, I don't see how this is before the original Star Trek, the original series.
0: Well, yeah. Some people were talking about that, that it's 10 years before, which is insane. bullshit. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's not even, it's just absurd bullshit because the, and this is what I always hated about these, like at least with enterprise, it was much, much earlier than that. And they made it, They made a conscious effort, and they kept talking about it during the production, early production. The design of it was like an old submarine where it's much more cramped space and much tighter everywhere. And you don't have the big open bridge and everything like that. Everything is much, much more cramped and much tighter. Even the captain's quarters had were like in the corner. They were the the ceiling and everything sloped down in the corners and all because he's right on the corner of the hull. Um, which is not a great place to put your captain. Now that I think about it, one (laughs) shot takes out into space, but okay. Um, (laughs) what that's neither here nor there. The, the one thing that I am really insanely pissed off about (laughs) is okay. Here's another new star Trek series. I'm the production designer now, and I'm going to give my take on what the Klingon should yeah. look like. So let's redesign them one more time, because why the fuck not?
0: They said they're going to explain all that, but I'm sure they'll do that when you have to pay for it. <sighs> but they said they're going to explain the whole thing.
1: But there was an explanation on Enterprise in the late seasons, and I actually bought I into know. that, said I'm good with that. That's fine. I let's know. go with that. Yeah. But, but this... <sighs> They look yeah. nothing like anything. And I, I
0: know. I agree. <laughs> I've, seen, I've seen all the pictures and everything, and I have the episode t- T-Vote, <sighs> and I was going to watch it last night after the football game, and I'm like, do I really want to do this? Do I really want to get hooked and then want to pay for that stupid app? And, well, it,
1: it literally starts with the Klingons. Jesus. So that's your opening shot is <sighs> the Klingons, right. and I'm like, fuck me, and I was like, man. But then after that, it gets into it, and I'm like, okay the production design on this it's gorgeous the special effects are amazing and like but but that ship i don't see that ship i don't see the lineage i don't see the direct line between that ship and the original enterprise i don't see anything even close to that so i just
0: see now you're making me want to watch it just to see all this shit and then i'm gonna (laughs) get hooked and i'm gonna pay for a stupid app no, you're not going to pay for it. I'm though. probably not cuz I don't have time to I I was actually looking through my TiVo last night I'm like, "My god, I've got a lot of stuff recorded that I haven't watched."
1: pay for it. So, nah. but otherwise, it, it I like it. I love what I'm seeing. But and and that was my complaint when we first saw the first screens of it or whatever. I said that I I don't see how you get from here to there. Yeah. It just doesn't does not work. And you had this perfect opportunity to do to get all the talented production designers and all the talented costumers and everybody else out there and, and design the retro future. What would this look like 10 years before that 60s style that was there and, and give it something that, that is that hint. It, it actually, it looks a little bit more like enterprise in terms of the uniforms, at least what I've seen so far. Yeah. So I don't see where where that sudden jump is from... Because Enterprise feels like... I think it was like 80 years or something before. Or it was way it was like, before.
0: Yeah, 60 I was thinking, but I can't remember.
1: So it was well before the, the other one. And I was like, okay, that's far enough that you can be that different and it's okay. But this is 10 years. I just... Yeah. Yeah. Uh. <sighs>
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Who knows? Maybe if they get to six or seven years on this thing, they'll have um, the new Starfleet rollout of the, the new uniforms for Starfleet. And, and they're all <laughs> going to be like the,
0: the original series uniforms. It'll be some garish fashion show <laughs> and every yep. stereotype you can think of happens.
1: And And... You know that beautiful bridge you were on that was very you know modern and special and cool looking and had all these cool effects on it. Nope, now we're going back to buttons and switches and <sighs> and little lights and stuff from everybody the carries around series.
0: a tool belt and there's like wrenches and shit <laughs> hanging off of it
1: yeah. yeah I mean I know you can't get you can't get trapped in what the original series did and get too wrapped up in it, but just like a nod to it, at least if you're 10 years off, just sure. show me, show me something where my brain can go. Oh yeah, there. I can see that going. To, I get it. Yeah. No, this doesn't even look like it's part of it. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I love, uh, uh what's her name? Sinequa mm. or whatever her name is. Um, Walking Dead.
0: <laughs> I, yeah,
1: I, yeah, she was in The Walking Dead, and she's I loved her in The Walking Dead. She was one of my favorite characters, and I love her in this. So. Nice. I knew I was going to like it just for her, uh, so, yeah. But I have to see the rest of that, see episode two.
0: Sure. Can I just and use then, your login when you get the app?
1: <laughs> I'm not getting the app.
0: <laughs> oh, I got the app. Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm not getting the app. <laughs> or at least when you find it online, let me know so I can download it too.
1: Yeah, exactly. I guarantee I'm not getting the app. Yeah. It's not going to happen. Fuckers. Yeah. It's crazy.
0: All right. Is that it with you? Yeah. All right. Uh. So, play the Forza 7 demo on Xbox One. Um. It actually lets you do three different tracks, three different types of cars. There's a Porsche. There is a uh, 2015 uh, G, uh, Nissan GTR Nismo, and there's a truck, like an actual like semi truck racing, um, so which I've never done before. Uh, three different tracks, and then uh, uh, the the Nissan you do on the uh, Nürburgring GT track, which it shows the rain and everything, so you get to go through the procedural puddles again. Um, I mean the game looks fantastic. I expected it to. Uh, it really does look good. I'm playing it on the Xbox One S, as in Sam. And uh looks good. It does feel a little bit better on the road. Like the it feels like there are tires on the road this time. Braking still feels really slippery. Um I don't, you know, that that's something that's always really concerned me with the Forza series. But uh did pretty well in the three laps I, I ran. I actually took first in one of the races I ran. But you know I've got the game pre-ordered and we'll see how it goes and then I'll I'll get that shiny new $500 monstrosity the X and uh which is smaller than the other ones and I'll see it in true TrueForce
1: Which it's a PS2.
0: It does look kind of like a PS2.
1: It's a fucking PS2. Yeah. Look at it. It's just it doesn't have the it doesn't have the grill work, but it is the exact same shape as a PS2.
0: <laughs> I saw a picture of it any, the other day. I don't see any firewire ports on the front though, so fuck them. That was
1: the thing. I hadn't really looked at it, and I just saw a picture of it the other day. I was like, well, "Are you fucking kidding me? That's a yeah. PS2." <laughs> oh man! Um, you get it when you get it. You have to put it next to nice. the old fat PS2. I've got the PS2 and,
0: sitting right here. Yeah.
1: Yep. Put it next to it and see.
0: We'll do the true tower of power. I'll put the old. I'll get the old Xbox One out of the box. I'll put the original Xbox, the first Xbox. Oh my gosh! Underneath that. Or on top of that, and then we'll do the PS2, and then I'll do the Xbox One S, and then I'll do the X on top of uh, And the 360? Uh, I don't even know Which where that one is. one do you there. have? Uh, I've got the old the one. Old? I've got the old one that before it even supported HDMI.
1: So the white one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I, I didn't buy one until they had HDMI and a bigger hard drive, because I, I was like, fuck you, 20 gigs.
0: <laughs> no, I got one because that and the Wii were really easy to find where I lived. So I was selling them on eBay. I wasn't making a ton of money off it because I wasn't trying to soak people. But I made enough that I paid for an Xbox 360 and a Wii for myself. Uh, That's how I bought those two machines. But it sucks because my Xbox 360 does component video and as does your and mine Plasma. Mm -hmm. But it also does VGA. I have a VGA. And that Plasma TV hates the Xbox 360 and VGA. It will not work with it. (laughs) <laughs> Flat out will not work. So yeah, it's component only really. Uh or I can go back to like composite. Woo. <clears throat> so I don't have the three sixty even it's in a box somewhere. Um but I mean I liked what I played so far. I'm not gonna buy a wheel for the for the Xbox One, so I'm only gonna get so far on it. Uh I mean I've got it pre-ordered because I got that insane pricing error deal and it has not been cancelled yet, surprisingly. Um but I got the hundred dollar version of it for like forty-six after tax, I think. So I picked that up. I did buy I pre-ordered Cuphead as well. Uh so that's pre-downloaded on my PC and my Xbox One. So that's the first game that I've done that with where uh, apparently Forza Horizon 3 works that way too, but I never put it on my PC. But uh I actually picked it up. It's only 108 meg for that game. Really, really mm-hmm. small. Um but I got the soundtrack for it. I'm going to put one of the songs at the break. I know it's an Xbox game and everything but the soundtrack, I bought that four record set that really nice one that they announced when we were at E3 mm-hmm. So I got the MP3s for it. They sent me the code for it. Holy shit It is mm-hmm. such a cool soundtrack It's all like 30s music Like 30s jazz That's Awesome. Oh, it's, I listened to it all day today. It was so good <clears throat> I just hope the game's good It looks great but let's hope the game's good uh played a lot more Destiny 2 before I left last week. I got up to 253 for my power. My light, you know what? whatever you want to call it. What?
1: If, if you do play Cuphead, don't stream it, or they'll run you out of the podcasting business.
0: I'll stream it on my on my own account, or else we'll call it the gaming. No, 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 no. Oh, no. What? Who? What?
1: Sign it because it's a hard game, and when you suck oh. at it, they'll you well, out of town.
0: I, I was one that was complaining about it, because Dean tak- <laughs> Takahashi, I always forget his name wrong, He's a great writer he's a fantastic writer he's wrote some really outstanding books but they put this thing up with no context and they didn't really say who it was at first i figured it was him but i didn't know and i'm like wow this is like a big gaming site and it took him 15 minutes to get through the freaking tutorial and you and i have seen it a lot of people that write for games are not very good at video games and yeah. i just thought it was funny watching it because it was painful like it was really painful to see it um,
1: but you also don't know what's going on around him, if he's even well, really paying attention it, to what he's doing, and or that's if he's talking to
0: people, yeah. or
1: if he's doing, yeah.
0: There's there's a point in the tutorial early on where he <clears throat> kind of stands there for a second. I'm like, oh, he's talking to a PR person. Yeah. Because you and I have seen it, and we talked about it with your Crash Bandicoot thing, too. But um, it was pretty bad. I mean, it, I finished the whole video, and it was painful. <clears throat> but anyway. Now, I'll probably, I might stream it, cause, but I, I don't know if it's a run-and-gun Kind of like a Contra game, uh, and then there's some boss rushes and stuff like that, but uh, what I've seen I really like, you know, and, and it, it it looks like a cool game, but console-wise, it's probably going to be an ex- Xbox exclusive all the time. It's on PC as well, but um,
3: yeah, I'm, I'm still a
0: gamer. I still want to play it. I think oh, I'm basically. buying
1: it. I'm absolutely buying it. Yeah,
0: it, you can get it right now for pre-order. It'll, it'll pre-download to your Xbox and everything. It'll unlock at midnight, whenever. Um, <laughs> so yeah it's like 1999 see ya but seriously the soundtrack is effing awesome it's so good uh played some destiny 2 last week like i said i did a lot of stuff alone and then i did a few things with i think tyler dog and maybe i don't remember who else but uh just did some more quest stuff and kind of screwed around um yeah you know destiny 2 i'm still really enjoying it and I've not done the raid yet. I don't know if the guys have finished the raid yet. Uh, yeah, they did cuz somebody in our clan did because we got our our clan items, which is really neat that you know, now we get to benefit from somebody in our clan finishing it. Uh we actually got I got a couple of really cool guns out of it and yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh and then got NASCAR Heat 2 for review. I haven't done a lot with it yet just because I've been gone. Uh it is built in Unity engine still. I did stream a little bit of it the other day. I will say it is a much better game than the first NASCAR Heat. Uh, they've, they've done quite a bit with it, but there's still some really weird stuff happening. Uh, Graphics-wise, it does this weird thing with uh, the filtering where it's not a smooth transition between the filtering levels. So all of a sudden you have that hard line where things get really clean all of a sudden. Um, <clears throat> it doesn't have any anti Sing at all in it, as far as I can tell. Uh, it's a smooth frame rate. The, the sound is a lot better than the first game. The driving is a lot better than the first game. It actually feels right now. It's not perfect by any means, but it feels much better than the first game did. Uh, I, I stream the career mode, and it's pretty interesting how they do it. You know, you start off in, I think, the truck series, and you don't have a ride at the beginning. So you kind of do fill-in work. So every week the race comes up, and, and you find out if you have an offer to drive for somebody else. And it's, it's pretty neat how they did it. Um only ran a, uh, like three or four races when I was streaming and and so i don't have nearly enough for a review yet but uh showed some of the um customization options that you can do uh and you can do it through all three classes you can do it through the truck series through see i, I know it for the old names uh like Winston Cup and all that stuff i don't even know what the like the new one's the monster energy cup
1: Jesus <laughs>
0: uh, yeah um but you can go through all three of those and and you can actually create a car for each one of those three or you might be driving as somebody else. You might be driving as a Casey Kane or whoever. Um, but so far, it's actually pretty good. It's it's uh, I don't know if it's the best thing in the world, but if you're a NASCAR fan, that's going to be your your really your only bet at this time. And, you know, Project Cars Two has some oval racing in it. It only has three tracks. It's got Indy. It's got uh, Texas Motor Speedway, and it's got Daytona in it. And th- those three tracks are incredibly well done. But Oval Racing as a whole in Project Cars 2 so far, to me, feels like an afterthought. Um, it's missing a lot of really basic stuff. So, and I'll get into that in a bit. <clears throat> but um, yeah, NASCAR Heat 2 so far, you know, check out the stream replay. I don't think I put it on YouTube, so I can, I can upload that tomorrow probably. But it is a runner on, on my Twitch channel, so I'll definitely upload it to YouTube because nobody cares about my Twitch channel. And then uh, when I was down in Kansas City, I got Project Cars 2, so I've been, I played a little bit today. only did the controller so far, which is good because uh, Slightly Mad Studios keeps talking about how they've tried to make sure that the game plays really well with a controller. So I will give them a point right now. No matter what, on the review, they're going to get a point because all of the controls are, are customizable. So using a controller... I can actually put the steering to the right stick, and for me with my bad left hand it's awesome. It is just awesome that I can do that there's only a certain few games that allow me to do that, and i can't remember if the first one had it, but I love the fact that I can put the gas on r two, put the brake on r one, and steer with the right stick and it works pretty well you have to mess around with the uh with the dead zones and with this, uh you know how sensitive it is, but once you kind of dial that in, and I 'm getting close. Uh, it's racing pretty well. <clears throat> I will say, though, so far with Project Cars 2, it is not a game that you're just going to pick up and go. You're going to have to t- tweak stuff. It's kind of like the first game. I remember specifically having to mess with the dead zone for the steering wheel. Like, their, their default settings for the steering wheel were not right at all, and you really had to mess around with them. So, uh, but Project Cars 2 so far has been pretty cool. I've played it only on the PlayStation 4 standard so far, not the Pro. <clears throat> i did watch uh digital um oh, who are they uh uh digital foundry did a comparison between the p s four regular the p s four pro and the xbox one s and the pro you get a very good frame rate out of it you get a very steady frame rate i think it's stable at sixty on the xbox one s and on the p s four you get a lower frame rate they're saying p s four standards between roughly like forty five and fifty if i remember right Uh, But it looked great. It looked really good. Even with rain and everything, it looked really good on this. Uh, The the graphics have definitely taken uh, a big upgrade over the first game, which I like. Uh, You get a lot more cars with it it at launch. I think it's like 180 cars, which is about double what the first game launched with. Uh, There's 60 tracks. 20 of those tracks are new. All the tracks that are real have been laser or drone scanned, so they're trying to be as accurate as possible. There's a couple tracks that seem a little off still. Uh, A couple of the turns don't seem as as where they're supposed to be. Uh, One thing that I saw a note about today, though, is that uh, pit pit stops at different tracks, you always have a limit as as to how fast you can go in the pit stop. But they just have every pit stop for all 60 tracks or however many tracks there are because there's a couple that are road tracks. They set it at 37 miles an hour. Well, that's not right for a lot of tracks. Some of the pits are so long that they can't have it that low. So, but they've just blanketed like, oh no, it's thirty-seven, and that's it. So that's in a row, of, in a row. It oh. <laughs> will suck any dicks in the way of the parking lot. <clears throat> uh, I will say, like the physics and like the tires on the road, that that feel is way better than the first game. I mean, it. I was playing the first game last week, and that was the first thing that popped out of at, at me was how much better it feels. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, I did have to leave stability control on, though, because I was spinning out a lot with the controller. So I don't know if it... I think it was partly due to the fact that acceleration on R2 was a little bit too sensitive and there wasn't enough of a dead zone. So that's what I've been tweaking lately is uh, because we I don't lost think... lost R2. Yeah, we lost R2. Um, I, I'm not one that just jams on R2 to to accelerate right away. I know to ease into it, especially if it's raining or whatever, But it still seemed way too sensitive. So I've got to mess around with that. So like the first game, there's going to be some tweaking involved with this one. So just understand that if you're going to get the game. Uh, But so far, I I like what I see. I haven't started my career yet or anything. I'm going to do all that on the Pro with uh, the wheel. Uh, But I did definitely want to get some time with the controller because they made those claims. Uh, So far, I say they've, they've succeeded pretty well so far. In terms of uh, making it feel like a good racing game, even with a controller, because that's a tough thing to do. But, yeah, I'm, you know, so far so good, but I've only probably run five races so far. Because by the time I got home last night, I wasn't going anywhere.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and then I watched the new Kingsman, the Golden Circle, where I used to live, right down the street. They developed this whole area, and they put a brand new Cinemark XD theater in. This thing is like an IMAX. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous and rock and i just kind of happened upon there and we had time we are like hey let's go see kingsman and it's you know it's more kingsman which is cool it's very you know it's based on a comic book uh very over the top some great callbacks from the first movie uh a couple of great guests in the in the movie i wouldn't even call them cameos cuz they're bigger uh, bigger parts of the movie but um no i i was afraid that it was going to be too much of the americans you know the statesmen but uh, they they really kept it grounded, and and it was more of the same. If you like the first movie, you're probably going to like this one. Uh, really enjoyed it. Really enjoyed it. It Was a fun ride. I will say, not enough Channing Tatum, though. Yes, Glenda said that. Although I like Channing Tatum, so thought they misused him a little bit. But Jeff Bridges, you know, the guy from Narcos is in it. Halle Berry, Mark Strong, yeah. I, I and. To to Josh's continuous claims about trailers, I do think they gave way too much away in the in the trailers for that movie. Aha, uh-huh. yeah. But even the TV ads, everything like, and and they've been bombarding people with these ads. Uh, they gave a little bit too much away in a couple of situations where it would have been cool to to have a couple things secret in the movie. So a little bummed about that, but not that bad. So anyway, but that's it for me. I like I said, I've been doing other stuff for a week, so I really haven't had time to. Mess with anything else. Played some Bejeweled Blitz on my phone, I think, at one point. (laughs) (laughs) It's the only phone game I have. All right. Well, let's take our long-awaited break. Holy shit. We've been talking for a while tonight. Uh, When we come back, we'll talk about what's going on around PS Nation, some Midwest Gaming Classic news. We'll talk some Extra Life 2017. We'll mention some more Hawk Wednesday i've got a review for some turtle beach wireless headphones josh has got a review for nhl 18 and i think we're gonna skip emails tonight because we're running long already so i'm just gonna take that right off all right so we'll be right back folks are back and uh i don't know if anybody forgot i mean it's you know we were off for a week but that means that it's time for josh to tell us what's going on around ps nation
1: Uh, did you forget no wait what uh so the (laughs) monthly question for september uh 1T17. Do you ever play games on easy or story mode?
2: Yep, I do. Uh,
1: I probably do. I I don't know. I usually just leave whatever the default is, but sometimes if I'm trying to rush through something, then yeah, I will.
0: Well, if, if it's for review and I know I have a tight timeline, I definitely will. Yeah? Yeah. And then I might go back and play it on, like, the higher difficulty if I have time, but I want to make sure I get through this, the story. <laughs>
1: See, I should have done that when I did The Last of Us. It took me, like, what, 18 hours? And yeah. I, I did not do the easy mode. <laughs> I should Oops. have. Yeah. But I just left it on whatever the default was and just played. Uh, yeah, I usually don't think too much about it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. But you can see what everybody else wrote. Go take a look.
2: Indeed.
1: And the Side Quest podcast episode 15 Yakuza Palooza.
0: Jason talked about Yakuza? No way.
1: No. It's you know it was a rare rare thing. <laughs> but yeah. So then reviews, 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 and there's so many more still coming. So Warriors All-Stars, uh, that was Andy. Um, that is the sort of mix of Dynasty Warriors and all the uh, Koei Tecmo. It's Koei Tecmo, right?
0: Yeah, because like Rio from yeah. uh, the Ninja Gaiden series is in there. and
1: Yeah, yeah all the other characters are in there. Uh, Then Chaz has uh, Cities Skylines PlayStation 4 Edition. This is SimCity's uh, spiritual successor, kind of. Indeed. In a way. Uh, And Orcs Must Die Unchained, which is a tower defense type of game.
0: Right. It's been on PC for a while now. Yeah. And he also has
1: Upsurf World Series uh which is interesting he ran into some of some of the issues i ran into and interesting that he did too so i don't think it was just him um then my review of Madden NFL 18 the written review finally went up cool <laughs> and super cloud built which i think was also chaz and arc survival evolved, which was from Matt. And there are many more on the way. Many oh yeah, it's, it's just a matter of finding time. Uh, so
0: <laughs> a thing that I never have anymore, all of a sudden. Yeah. 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 <sighs> all right. Uh, so along with that. Extra Life, we're obviously, or MGC. We we're going to talk about MGC first, then Extra Life. Uh, so, MGC, huge news. Uh, the longtime home of the Sheraton uh, in Milwaukee, there in Brookfield, uh, MGC is moving away from the Sheraton. And they finally got the law taken care of that was happening down in downtown Milwaukee. So, next year, April 13th, 14th, and 15th, 2018, MGC is moving to the Wisconsin Center, which is downtown Milwaukee. Uh, this is really cool. It's in a great spot, kind of down by the Bradley Center, a little bit like the Bradley Center, uh, around a lot of cool stuff, and two humongous hotels that are actually connected to it. There's a Sheraton and I think a Hilton. A Hilton's one of them. I can't remember what the other one is now. Um, but really, really good news, seriously. Uh, it's a great venue. I've been in there once. I really like the place. Uh, it, there's there's a ton of room to spread a lot of things out. We're even talking about maybe doing like a PS Nation room or something like that. So uh, we're trying to figure the logistics out for that right now. Um, but it sounds like a lot of the same stuff that's happened in the past is still going to happen. <clears throat> uh, they talked about... Well, what? well
1: wait a second. Ooh, what, there's, what? there's no Toys R Us for a midnight Nintendo launch. Well, so Toys R Us filed that.
0: for bank- bankruptcy, so guess what? It, they're they're probably, not going anywhere. I know, but who knows. That that one in Brookfield's so old, they'll probably get rid of it.
1: Yeah, but the, they're they're literally the only major toy retailer in the country. Brick they're the number mortar. two. Brick yeah, they're the they're the only major brick and mortar. Yeah, but that that's all they that they're not like like Target or Kmart or one of those. Mm-hmm. That that's all they do is toys, and right. they're the only one at this point. So they're not going to fail. the The retail space the the distributors don't want to see them fail, so they'll restructure everything and they'll just continue on.
0: Well, I, I'd heard that part of it was they <clears throat> they like purchased a company a few years ago and they kind of absorbed their debt, and that's what really did it to them. Is they haven't been able to recover from that as well as they thought.
1: Well, there's something absurd, like eight billion dollars in debt or yeah, something, yeah, <laughs> <Like> yeah,
0: <that. laughs>
1: which is fucking crazy. Yeah, it's, it's sad.
0: No, I, I told some be, other people they're not come going. Out anywhere. No, they're not going anywhere.
1: Yeah, the first, of when I saw the headline, I, I immediately took a screenshot and texted it to my wife and said, Oh, now we're going to get all this cheap shit.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and I was like, Ah, they're not going anywhere.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, un- unfortunate news about the MOS M- M- Gaming Classic next year no brewer game. Ah. Uh, yep, they are not at home uh, at that time. The schedule's not out yet, but we've been talking to the brewers. Uh, because they are a, a sponsor of MGC, and sounds like there will not be a game that weekend. So, Well, the Cubs are home, I'm sure, so we can go down there. Yeah, we'll get on to, it's so easy to get tickets to Wrigley. And they're so sure. cheap. Yeah, they're so easy to get. Yeah.
1: Okay, then the White Sox. Uh,
0: I actually would love to go. I have not been to the cell yet. And I, I'm i actually... I'll root for the White Sox. I hate the Cubs, but I'll root for the White Sox. Um, But... I, I haven't even gotten the, my, my hotel res- reservation yet, but I would you know let people know if you're thinking about going, get on the website, uh, go to the location button on there, and there it'll show you the two hotels they have set up, and there is a special pricing deal for MGC. Uh, but I would say get your reservation sooner than later. I wouldn't say do it like now, but do it sooner, sooner than later. Get it done before Christmas, I would say. Uh, but I'm serious. This is a great thing because... Like where we ate last year Thursday, where we took the van down and we ate uh, at the Old World Beer Hall, that's essentially walking distance from where we're at this year or for for next year. So we're around a lot of really cool things downtown, and there's a lot of places to eat. There's a Dunkin' Donuts right there so I can get my coffee in the morning. Um, It's a good spot, and there's parking right at the hotels. uh, So if you have a hotel room, it's pretty easy to park. Uh, it's going to be weird, but you know, this MGC wasn't always at the Sheraton. They were at the Olympia for a long time. And the Olympia, uh, the Olympia that was
1: my first one. Yeah. Yeah. I hated that place, but the place was like a crazy maze in the back.
0: It, it was, yeah. Like where the hotel part was, was just terrible, yep. but they raped people for food. Like, and, and there, there are not a lot of places to eat around the Olympia. So you really had to travel a good distance, go to get any food at all. Uh, and the Olympia rooms were old, but the, we we rented a, a suite one year, and then Terry and Ken rented a suite across the hall. Yeah, so we had like Rockman going in our room. Rockman and we had, and
1: Street Fighter was on the other side. <laughs> that
0: was a blast. Those, those yeah, it was next to us. crazy. <clears throat> but you know, because the, the Sheraton doesn't have suites at all, and we, we were never able to do anything like that. So uh, I know we talked about trying to have a room this last year, and that didn't really work out. But it, you know, worked out at the end of the day with uh, the VG Evo guys, but. Um, we're looking into some some uh, some options for maybe on a Thursday night thing. I believe there's a theater downtown, so we can even see about doing the Friday morning nerd movie, uh, or else we'll just get a van like I did last year and and we'll drive out to uh, to like North Shore. We'll go to the Mayfair Mall uh, where, where they have a nice theater, and we'll we'll find a nice theater and we'll go see a movie. Still, we'll we'll make it work. And then somebody was complaining. I think it was uh, Beaver was complaining today about. Uh, you know, Pancake House isn't right there. Well, that Pancake House is actually kind of a chain, and there's one downtown Milwaukee. It's a 14-minute drive from where we're staying. So, it's not too far. 14 minutes. I know, but, it, you know, it's not right down the street, but it's still, it's it's close. <clears throat> and there's some other places to eat downtown, too. So, um, I, I really like this. This is the one that, I've been talking to Dan for a while, and and... He was telling me some of the other options. I hope he can go public with them someday because some of them were hilarious. Um, but this is the one that I was hoping for. This was, but there was always that that. So there was this law. A lot of a lot of cities considered pinball gambling. Yeah, that's how stupid people were back then. There still are today. Yeah. There's different type of stupid. And Milwaukee, well, so the Midwest was actually the worst ones in terms of, like, regulating pinball machines. So Milwaukee had this really stupid law for years, downtown Milwaukee, where, and I don't remember the exact number, but it was essentially any machine like that that you plugged in 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 a public building downtown Milwaukee, you had to pay a tax of $75. So MGC, for years, was trying to do something downtown, and they would have had to shell out, like, $10,000 $10,000 because of all the arcade machines and all the pinball machines that they plug yeah. in. So it was never viable to do that. Well, that law has gone now or something. I don't know the whole story behind that, but uh, that law is not an issue anymore. So that's how this finally happened. Uh, if, if they didn't do this. Because Donald Trump's in office in MAGA. Yeah, woo! <laughs> that was that awesome sheriff's last move. Pinball. Yeah, right? Pinball. Yeah. pinball. <laughs> it's tremendous pinball. I love it. yeah no it it, seriously this is this is really good news and and i'm very happy about this um downtown milwaukee is a pretty awesome place and it's not it's not overly crowded it's not a a downtown chicago it's not a downtown new york city it's 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 a little more spread out it's very concrete and everything still but there's some nice parks down there where this location is uh there's some really cool stuff down there so uh, Grand Ave Mall is there, which there's isn't much in the mall left anymore. There was a really good food court. It's like five blocks from where I used to work a couple of years ago. Um, so when, it, is, it, mm,
1: when is the Bucks? Uh, when is their new place being built? Next is year. it being built?
0: Yeah, it's it's going to be open next year.
1: It's going to be open next year. Okay.
0: Yeah, they're actually doing. They did That's a retro like right night, there, isn't it? Uh, it's a little bit north. It's a few blocks north. Because uh, that way,
1: they can, that, that way that you can shoot a basketball and bounce it off all three buildings yeah. that, they, that they were in since well, they're all still
0: yeah well I th- I have, we were trying to figure out what they're going to do the, with the Bradley Center because it sounds like the Mecca Arena is going to stay or whatever they're calling it now we, if you've been around a long time you know it as the Mecca Arena and it's funny because the Bucks used to play there years and years and years ago that's where we used to go before the Bradley Center was a the thing they actually did like a retro night a couple weeks ago and, and actually the Bucks played at the Mecca uh, but I've seen a ton. I saw Stone of Pilots there. I saw a bunch of concerts in that place, and it's. It, I think it's actually connected to the convention center that we're going to be at. Um, but <clears throat> and then the Bradley Center is just north of that. So and then the new basketball uh, stadium is like a block northwest of the Bradley Center. It looks like a big uh, panini, like it's folded over. I fucking hate it. It's so bad. <laughs> But, you know, now that they're going to get this new arena, the Bucks are going to be so much better. Oh, Fucking yeah. Bullshit.
1: Well, as long as they build it, uh, as long as they don't do what Brooklyn did, and they build it so that they could potentially put a hockey team in there at some point,
0: which well, they won't. But. No, and that's Having the funny that thing. It's not even multi-purpose. From what I heard, it's literally just being built for basketball and concerts. Because apparently one of the big uh, big complaints about the Bradley Center was that there's literally only one loading dock. So when they would have concerts there or whatever else, they only have one loading dock to deal with. So if they were trying to move stuff out and in at the same time, they couldn't. They had to wait until they were cleaned up before the next crew can move things in. So this new one has six different loading docks to make it a lot easier. But, yeah, yeah I don't know. It, it's it's weird. I and I'm a hypocrite. I'm a total hypocrite because I actually liked County Stadium, where the Brewers played. I I always liked it, but it was old. It was old. It it did kind of need to be replaced, but it didn't. It wasn't like it was falling apart like Wrigley Field or anything. Um, I don't think they could have renovated it because it was like this old corrugated steel, and I mean it was a very it was a very 70s design, you know. Uh, and you know the the county ended up paying for. Miller Park, but at least they did it in a pretty decent way. It wasn't a good way, I'm not going to say, but they did it in a decent way uh, where they give discounts to people that live in the counties, that sort of thing. And I love Miller Park. It's still my favorite baseball park. I love it, but what's happening now with a lot of stadiums, including this new arena for the Bucks, I do not back at all. It's too much public money. It's not really needed. It's this whole notion that they, they try to sell it as, oh, we're we're creating all these jobs. They're not. Uh, because a lot of the jobs are going to move from the Bradley Center over to the other one. They're not creating jobs. They're just shifting jobs. Um, but they, they they fill all these people up with all this bullshit. And they kind of make it seem like, oh, it's going to make the team so much better. It's not. The team needs to get better on its own. It's not going to be a stupid fucking arena that's going to do it. Um, yeah, I'm like Don Quixote with new arenas now. I just want to knock them all down. <laughs> Well, the thing that happened in Atlanta with the new football stadium and the new baseball field is so ridiculous. Like how much public money they diverted from like the parks department and at the new baseball field, you can't even park on the streets. It's illegal to park anywhere besides uh, a a parking garage the city owns. Like they made it a law that you have to park their parking garages.
1: Sounds legit.
0: It's fucking ridiculous. (laughs) And now Houston wants a new baseball park. Their baseball park is gorgeous. It's only oh, yeah. like But it's only like 20 some years old. Oh, we need a new we need new baseball park. Because is it's it all really about that Yeah, yeah. I think it's like 20. We looked it up. But the thing is like What shit. what's really happening and and you see this a lot with the new NFL field in LA and the new one in Oakland is that it's all about owning the concessions and owning the the, Jerry Jones's company, all the top dollar, all the boxes. It's all about having all, because that's the thing Miller or County stadium didn't have any luxury boxes. So they built Miller parks. So they could have luxury boxes and sell yeah. those and make money off of all that. And that's why, well, but Jerry Jones, uh, I'm going to, I'm just going to go off on a rant, but yeah. Jerry yeah. Jones owns the company that is going to run all that stuff for those two new stadiums, the one in LA and the one in Oakland. So guess who is the the biggest proponent for getting these new stadiums built in the two cities? Jerry fucking Jones. It's it it's all of what okay. it's about.
1: So Houston it's 17 years old. Okay, we knew yeah. it was
0: around 20, yeah, so.
1: Because uh, that didn't seem right because 20 years well, that's ninety seven wow, so actually, yeah, if anybody should be complaining, it's Baltimore because they've yeah. got one of the oldest ones around. they were the first one to make the big change, and everybody followed them,
0: right, right,
1: and that was ninety
0: three or so but, 90, but Houston's park two Houston's Park is gorgeous, it really is it's a beautiful stadium, it is yeah make, and and all it's about is we need more luxury boxes, we need we want a new stadium because everybody else gets one. I mean, quite frankly, I don't agree with St. Louis building the new Busch Bush Stadium because the old one was awesome. The old Busch Stadium was classic. It's one of those that they should never have messed with. And I know a lot of people in St. Louis feel the same way, you know. But anyway, I don't even know what the fuck I was talking about anymore. Um, <laughs> MGC, MGC. Uh, so obviously, this is months off. This is April, but uh, we, this is big news, and we definitely wanted to let everybody know about it. Uh, it's good for all of us, seriously. Uh, Even if it costs a little bit more, which I don't know if, I don't think tickets do cost more this year, but um, it's, it's, it's going to be good. So don't, don't be scared. Don't worry about it. Yeah, it's going to be different, but sometimes uh, differences can be good and we'll work around it. I'm working with Dan quite a bit. Uh, Not lately because I've been gone, but I texted him and said, we need to talk and I'm probably going to call him on the phone tomorrow or Wednesday so we can discuss some stuff and uh, we're going to try to accommodate as many people as we can with something. We just don't know what yet. So, yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm very excited for this new venue. Because, boy, cool. have they outgrown the Sheraton. <laughs> they, the tent they put up outside was more floor space or more square footage than they had inside the Sheraton. <laughs>
1: yeah. Jeez. Yeah. So. Memorial Park, Camden Yards, yeah. was 1992. Okay. Yeah. And I remember that because, <laughs> so fucking stupid. I was, all right, this is how old I am. I was still in college at the time. Um, I was in Northern Virginia and we went, I went and saw two games at the old uh, Memorial Stadium in uh, Baltimore, uh, their previous stadium, the Horseshoe thing and uh one of them was i forget the guy's name was a white Sox pitcher he was a rookie pitcher i think that might have been his first game or was one of his first games and he pitched a no-hitter nice and like halfway through the game we're like holy shit this guy's got a no-hitter going on and we're going nuts (laughs) and and there was one that looked like it was a hit. And everybody's like, no. And it pops up on the screen, error. And everybody's like, fuck
3: yeah.
1: Wow. <laughs> it just went nuts. Um, because it did. It, it was it was borderline whether it was going to be an error or a hit. and yeah. It was an error. Yeah. So, um, but then while I was in school, Camden Yards opened up. And it was impossible to get a ticket. Sure. And I was still around after that, and I went down a lot after that. And I still, to this day, have never gone to a game there.
0: You know, all it, that
1: time I lived there, and I have not gone to a game there.
0: I would love to see <clears throat> that stadium because I, I think Baltimore. You know, I get to play a lot in MLB the Show, <clears throat> and that that's one of my favorites. It's so
1: beautiful. yeah, it's a cool stadium. I've walked around the outside of it, but I've never been inside that one. I've never yeah. seen a game there, and that's one that I would like to see. I saw a game at the at RFK Stadium for baseball when Washington moved there and they were still building their, their new stadium. I haven't seen their new stadium yet. I'm all about the, the old stadiums apparently because uh, th- that was the only one I've seen in D.C. too. Is, and that was built for baseball originally. That's the funny yeah, thing. Yeah. And and where the Orioles used to play, that was built for football, for right. fuck's sake. Because right. that was built for the Colts before they ran out of town in the middle of the night.
0: Yeah, I, I it, it, it kind of sucks that there's no Brewer game, but a lot of the it's funny, like, we all, I think we all had a really good time, but you would see people like Chris show up with this 3DS and just sit there and like, why are you here? Like, I know it's going with the group and everything, but why are you here? Like, it'd be cool if I can find something else for a little bit more nerdy, I guess. I don't know if we all go to the 42 Lounge, but the problem with the 42 Lounge is, last time I was there, which was a few years ago, we went down there with, like, Mark and Jesse and uh, Trickman Terry and well, and Christine, and... Uh Revy and his wife. Uh they only had Xboxes and Wii Us. So they didn't have any PlayStations at all. I'm like, well, this is bullshit. Uh but 42 Lounge is downtown Milwaukee. It's like a gaming bar. And it's a really nice place. They have like board games and stuff too. But I you know, I'll look around. I know the area pretty decent, and I can definitely ask a few people that I know for some more help. So it's a it's it's an excuse for me to go to Milwaukee and hang out. That's not a bad thing. <laughs> So I I'm seriously excited about this new venue. I, I was, I mean, the last year was a great time, but there, it was always this crapshoot with the tent, you know, with the vendor tent, because there was that one year that it rained and there were like holes in the tent and, uh, oh, it just got really sketchy. <clears throat> but, uh, I like that everything is going to be in one place now. It's not going to be spread all over this hotel all the time. And you're not going to be taking up the hallways with stuff. And, you're not going to be in the fucking bar for speakers. You know, they're actually going to have somewhere for the speakers to be in a yeah. speaking hall. And yeah. cause so you weren't there last year, but Mark and me and Sam and I think Jeff and nine volt and maybe Crackerjack. Mark just wanted to see this, this panel, a small panel with the guys from retronauts, Jeremy Parrish. And um, I always forget the other guy, Bob Mackey uh, with the, about Splatterhouse about the series and it was these two people that one has the arcade high score and the other one has, I think, the TurboGrafx high score. And it was terrible. It was just, it was such, so. oh, Rostal was with us too. It was so terrible. It, even Mark was like, this is, and Mark is like a Retronauts fanboy. Like, he's like a 10-year-old giddy schoolboy with those guys. And we walked out, we're like, that was awful. But at the, in the middle of it, <clears throat> behind us, where they have that little, area behind the bar there was like this podcast and they had this huge like booth thing set up with audio and, and all these lights and everything right in the middle of that panel they just cranked their speakers up they were like we're live at Mew's gaming classic and and they keep going and it was like can you shut up like it was the it was like the dueling speakers so somebody went over and like uh, they're doing a panel right now dipshits it was pretty funny <laughs> so i mean so- no more of that stuff
1: yeah. I'm all right with that. So the pitcher. Yeah. For that no hitter. Yeah. Uh, it was Wilson Alvarez. Okay. And he pitched 10 games that year. Jeez. Yeah, that was his first year in, in the majors. Um, holy shit. He was born like a month before me. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So now he's uh, in a nursing home. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, August 11th, 1991. Wow. That's fucking crazy. That's cool. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, uh, MGC, I know it's, like I said, it's September right now, and, and this happens in April, but it's nice to know this early in advance that things are changing, and people can plan for it, and it gives us time to plan for it, too. So, I'm excited. All right. Well, something that's a lot closer, I think we're like 45 days away. Something like that. Uh, Extra Life, coming up soon. Uh, Game day is November 4th, so uh, we're changing things up a little bit this year. I am not going to Josh's house. Josh is coming to my place.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: And we're going to have some other visitors as well, including uh, Symphonia Sam, our our buddy Sam. Uh, Cracker Jack is coming. Nine Volt is coming. And Mark is coming. So we're going to have everybody over here. I don't think everybody's going to be playing all at the same time. I think they're going to be doing tag team stuff, maybe playing board games or something. But, uh, yeah, we're going to do it in Wisconsin this time. And I've already notified our, our fine folks at Children Specialized that we won't be around so that they don't have to put us on their agenda to bring muffins and stuff over to. Oh. Uh-huh. yeah, that's all right.
1: I well, we can drop them off to my family in the middle of the night. There
0: you go. <laughs> Three in the morning. <laughs> Knock, knock, knock. What the fuck? Here's muffins. What? Lou comes out with fuck? a shotgun. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What's going on over here? Uh, so we have a lot of people joining our our, uh, our team already. Uh, another. Po- I wish I had all the information, but another podcast is actually getting their people to join our team, which is really awesome. And our team has already raised like uh, – let me hit the button here. Our team has raised $2,412.58 so far. So uh, we're going to get the stuff on the on our PS Nation website hopefully soon. Uh, I'll start working on the text and everything for that. And, uh, you know, if you guys want to join our team, please do. Uh, one of the major changes this year, though, is I've decided that I'm not going to do the raffle this year. Uh, it takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of... A lot of time. And... I've done this in the past with not a lot of time and it's always kind of affected getting things done, including the fact that I still haven't shipped all this, the prizes out, which I hope to do this weekend when I go back to my parents. Uh, drink, by the way, I put some drinking game rules up and that was one of them. Uh, I, I have the Packer game on Thursday, so I'm going up there all weekend. Uh, but it, it, it's, it's a lot of time, a lot of effort, and it's a lot more work than I think anybody understands <laughs> a lot more work. Uh, and I just, I, I feel bad because I never get the stuff shipped out in time and we had one prize that was broken this year and I'm trying to get that taken care of and, and that's not going very well and it's just a lot of stuff and I feel like I'm overextending myself and it's affecting, it's affecting the, just the raffle in general and I don't feel right about it. So we're not going to do the raffle this year. We might do a couple things. I don't know yet. We might do some other like maybe giveaways during the, 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 the stream so I'm working on some of that stuff, maybe to have some giveaways during the stream. But uh, the raffle itself, we're not going to do. So I'm sorry. I know it sucks. But this will be a good test. This will be a good test to see how much less we get when we don't have a raffle. (laughs) Mm -mm -mm. How much people actually care, and how much people care about maybe getting a prize. And and I'm not giving anybody shit, because that's why we do the raffle. We know that people want cool shit. But at the end of the day, we are helping sick children. So, hopefully that means something. So, yeah. Not a lot of details yet, obviously. We don't have, you know, I haven't even worked on a schedule yet or anything like that. Uh, We're definitely going to play some Gran Turismo Sport if the online works. Definitely going to be playing that. That comes out like October 17th. And, um, yeah. So, we'll get some some stuff figured out. And uh, we're going to stream all from my place for that 24 hours. And... We're gonna have a pretty fun crew over here, and hopefully, we can get Dane drunk, get Cracker Jack drunk, and maybe do that rap game that's on PS3 <laughs> <laughs> that he did over Joel's house. Oh, shit. <laughs> we have to find all. That. I told Ninevolt to look all that stuff up. <clears throat> yeah. So, yeah, um, the guys right now are trying to figure out when they're you know when they're going to come into town, and uh, you know Cracker Jack is coming in from Missouri. Sam's coming in from way out by you, and um, he's already got his flight done, so Sam is definitely coming. And, uh, yeah, it should be fun. It should be a lot of fun. I think it's going to be cool. So, yeah. That's all we know for now. But Extra Life, folks, November 4th, be ready. Put it on your calendar. Be ready to play some games. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Should be fun. I'll have to tag somebody in when I want to take a nap. (laughs) (laughs) Just put on VR. (laughs) We talked about that last year. That didn't go too well. Just do one of the
1: experiences and just kick back.
0: There you go. <clears throat> <laughs> well, at least we know the equipment will work in my place because we're not in your house. Mm. The house of a thousand yeah. ghosts.
1: You say that until suddenly <clears throat> the day of. It doesn't work.
0: It works now. I use it all the time.
1: Of course it does. Just wait until you get everybody else in there and suddenly it doesn't work.
0: Well, but I'm not going to hook up like four PS4s to stream and all that crap. I'm going to keep it really simple. Mm. So, yeah. It's going to be a lot simpler this year. But we'll have the camera set up. I'll probably set up two cameras and wire the wire the place up with sound. I'll put some microphones all over the place and hook up the mixer and everything. So it should be cool. My place isn't all like hard wood like at Josh's place. So we won't have all these ridiculous echoes either. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be interesting. But the nice thing is I have a nice big apartment. So I have quite a bit of space. And it's easy to bring equipment up and everything because I have an elevator. So that's nice, too. Anyway, are you going to review an NHL? Uh, Is
2: that
0: where yeah. we're at? Yeah. Okay. Why don't, you, why don't you review? Oh, Warhawk Wednesday, I can't do this week because I have to go to Oshkosh. Sorry, folks. But if anybody wants a server, let me know and I'll throw the server on before I leave. So just put it on the forums if you'd like me to put a server up. And, uh, yeah, sorry. Warhawk Wednesday, can't do it this week should be good for next week, though. Okay, NHL.
1: Okay, we're running long, so real quick. It's (laughs) awesome. Better than last year, 9.0. Buy it. (laughs) Uh, If you want to know a little bit more, (laughs) so the training camp, the the training mode, uh, they got Hockey Canada um, to actually come in, and they have players, like live video of players doing these moves and things. And then you get to do it. So it's crazy impressive. Uh, Like the depth. And they've gone into so much more depth. I ran through the whole thing just to learn it, just to see, you know, everything they showed. And there's some crazy move at the end where it just took me forever to get. I could not figure it out because you have to push this, pull that. Uh, hold hold down this trigger button and you know flip your stick back and forth and I was like I can't fucking do this to save my life um but the level of detail in it now is just crazy nice um the the expansion stuff of course the golden knights are in it and it's kind of fun to play as the golden knights nice um you can redo the expansion draft, which is pretty awesome. So you can, if you don't like, which I don't know why you would, because they've been on fire. I know it's the preseason, but they've been on fire in the preseason. They look amazing already, which is freaking crazy. Like the other night they played against the ducks and the ducks pretty much ran the majority of their, their roster. They, they weren't running a whole lot of rookies in it. And the Golden Knights still beat them. <laughs> it's it's kind of crazy. So I, I think they're going to be a lot better than people think they are. I, I don't expect them to make the playoffs by any stretch of the imagination, but they're going to be a really, really competitive team and tough to beat. Uh. So with that, you know, you can do the whole creative franchise. You can do a whole draft, which I was talking about a couple weeks ago, which I kind of got into. Uh, I didn't get as far as creating a mascot, okay. which is a brand new thing. Uh, which is funny, because you know, you'd think, wow, that's a whole new thing. You could create a mascot. Well, you could do that in the NCAA games back on the PS2, but okay.
2: <laughs> um, yeah. It was
1: still EA. <laughs> but still. Um, it's kind of crazy, kind of cool that you can create a mascot in there. Um, that NHL 3's that's the other big thing, uh, which is basically three on three, games that are more arcade-y and over-the-top, wacky. Uh, the cool thing is when you start it, especially like if you're sitting there with you know one or two friends or three friends or whatever, and just hanging out and you're going to play this multiplayer, uh, it's a f- coin flip decides who picks the rules, essentially. And then the person gets to pick all the rules, you know, however long the game's going to be, the money puck, things like that, all all the different things. And then you just play. Uh, That money puck was the thing I couldn't figure out in the beta. So uh, there's a fire puck. And if you get a goal with that, you get three points. That's why I was so confused. And there's a nice puck that gives you one point but it also takes away uh, the other team's point, a point from the other team. So that's why I was just, what the fuck? I was, what is going on here? (laughs) And then I read into it and I'm like, oh, okay, now I get it. Um, So depending on the puck, you know, it can make a big difference. Yeah. Um, What else was added? Uh, Defensive stick. Yes. Defensive skill stick. Um, so there was always the skill stick on offense, but now you can do it on defense too, where it's, it's more like being a real defender, um, where you can hold your stick out and sweep it around, um, to try to cover the area and try to block shots and things like that, which is great. Cause I, I'm usually a forward, uh, usually a center. Now I, I don't play goalie as much anymore, which I really should. um, but I've been playing as a center for my be a pro the past couple of years. And I'm a, I'm kind of a defensive center. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, I'll always come back and I'll always cover for the D and I'm always like right there in front of the net playing defense essentially. And being down there and being able to swing my stick around, I used to block shots a lot, but now Oh, my gosh. It's insane. (laughs) The stuff you can do down there with the stick is just crazy. Um, Your teammates have also gotten a huge overhaul with the AI. Um, They actually play more like real players. Hmm. And when you're looking for that breakout and the guy would just kind of stand there before just kind of skate off in the wrong direction they'll skate up and look for that breakout and you can bank the puck right off the boards and get it right to them. It's amazing. Oh, okay. It's, it's fucking cool. It, the, it's been such an upgrade. And it's still not perfect. You know, there, There's still weirdness every now and then, but it's so much more like a real hockey game. And your teammates, you can actually really, really pull off cycling the puck really well. Um, when you get into the zone, especially on the power play, um, the other thing about that though is the defense is better too because the AI overall is better. So the defensive AI is going to get in the way more, and they're going to they're going to put their sticks out more and and block passes and and do all kinds of stuff. So it becomes a lot more like a real hockey game. Um, the commentary. It's the same fucking commentary it's been for the past like <laughs> five years. I swear they, they got them to record once and that's it. I, I I honestly don't feel that they've come in and recorded anything new since then. I know they have, wow. I'm sure they have, but a good eighty percent of it, eighty to ninety percent of it sounds identical every single time. Just swap out the names, swap out the score, and it's the exact same it's the exact same commentary. I'm just, I'm bummed out about that. I would like to, and I know they're not going to get Mike Emmerich to sit there all season long and update like they're doing with Madden. But he can't. <laughs> he's got a real job um, doing this in real life. And he's like in his 70s and he's still all over the country every week doing, calling all these games. So, uh, but it would be nice to, to do something with that. It yeah. Just it needs an update. That's that's one of the biggest weak spots of, of the whole thing. It desperately needs an update there. Um it looks fantastic. It plays fantastic. It's the best hockey game they've ever put out by far. Uh so nine point oh, like I said. All right. That's that.
0: Cool. <clears throat> so uh out of the blue, these Turtle Beach headphones showed up. Uh, you know, I, I, I talk a lot about the Stealth 520s that we used for Extra Life, I think, last year. Uh, so, these are wireless. These are the Stealth 600s. Uh, so, obviously, the successor to the 520s. Uh, the biggest difference right away is the fact that these... So, these are are wireless, again. They use a USB uh, fob to, to do the wireless, like the Platinums and the 520s. Um, so, they don't have a dock, but they just have the little USB uh, fob. But there, this time, there is no optical cable going from the system to the USB, which was a problem if you didn't have a standard PS4 or a Pro. You know, if you had the Slim, it doesn't have an optical. Uh, but they've gotten around the problem of sending surround. It actually does support the 7.1 virtual surround, and quite frankly, it does it very, very well. Uh, the surround is fantastic in these things. Uh, so these retail for 100 bucks, which is very nice. It's a direct competitor to the Platinums, in my opinion. Uh, definitely a little bit nicer than the Stealth 520s, even, in terms of comfort, in terms of uh, their weight, and also a, a better battery life, uh, and also a better microphone. <clears throat> so a, a big upgrade. Let me grab the box, just in case I miss anything. Um, the battery, so far, I've run it out twice, and it's lasted 15 hours both times, so not bad at all. Uh, do they do full surround? They also and, and they're very simple. They only have two buttons on them. Uh, there's one for power, and you can also press that really quick to do a mute. Oh no, you can't. You can't press. It. I'm getting all confused now. To mute, you just push the microphone up. It's it's on a hinge, and you just push it up. Um, it's got the power button, and then it has a mode button, so you can switch between. Different like surround modes. You can turn surround off by just tapping it. So if you just tap it, it's surround on or surround off. If you uh, hold it, there's a couple different modes. There's one called super super superhuman hearing, which is made specifically if you're playing uh, like kind of a stealthy game, so you can hear footsteps really well. uh, Or if you're playing an FPS and and you don't want to hear or you don't want somebody to come up from behind you and stab you. Uh, It's also got like the seven like said the 7.1 virtual surround which is fantastic. Uh, I've been using these nonstop for two or three weeks now. Uh played all the way through the Destiny 2 campaign with these. The sound quality out of these is is fantastic. And, and really, the wireless headphones I've been focusing on lately are the Astro Gaming A50s, which are considerably more expensive, the Razer Threshers, which I really like, and these uh these are the cheapest and quite frankly they are in line with the other two for sound quality for features everything um they they're they're they blow me away uh they've got the hinges so you can lay them on your chest uh when when they're around your neck uh the microphone quality has been superb um but the big thing about these, so I've been having a problem with the Astro Gaming A50s lately, which use a full dock, and they've got the you know the the, uh, the wireless charging where you just set it in the dock, you don't have to plug anything in. <clears throat> the Astros, I've been having drops like crazy. All of a sudden, And I don't sit very far from them. I don't have a lot of wireless stuff in the house to, to compete with it, but I am in an apartment building, and something is conflicting with those Astro Gaming A50s, and I'm losing signal all the time. Hmm. Uh, the razor threshers, I have not had that problem whatsoever. I think they dropped once and that was like right when I started using them, these turtle beach, I've never lost signal. And you know, they talk about how they have this, this, uh, channel hopping technology and all this stuff, whatever the marketing term is, but whatever it is, it's true. Uh, I have not lost signal on these. The range on these is better. If I walk from my living room to my bedroom. The Astro Gamings. As soon as I get into the bedroom and get to the nightstand, I will lose signal. Uh, I walked into my bedroom all the way to the other side of the bedroom, everywhere, and I never lost signal with these Turtle Beach. I talked. I was talking to the guys the whole time. They never knew I was moving around. So yeah, they're outperforming these Astro A50s, which I adore. Um, <clears throat> but these have insanely uh, uh, comfortable ear, you know, uh, ear cups. They've got the the little notches on the front for glasses, so when I'm wearing my reading glasses, they're very comfortable. They never feel like they're pressing on you. Also, it almost feels like they're made for bigger heads a little bit. Like it seems like there's more room on top for you know pulling them down, moving them around. It just feels like they're made for a little bit bigger of a head. I don't know how to describe it. Uh, but build quality has been fantastic you know i've been twisting them all kinds of stuff after this I, I, the, the razor threshers they one of the things they talked about and they showed me at e3 is that you can you can like take that thing stretch them all the way out twist them all over the place and they don't break so now i kind of mess with that a little bit but i don't know what they're all made for whenever i get these headphones but uh so far these these 600s have been taking a lot of beatings. So pretty impressive. Uh sound quality is superb, like I said. I really love the mix that you get out of them. But one thing I, I love also is the Astro Gamings can be a little confusing sometimes because you press on the outside of the ear cups to adjust like your your game volume as compared to your party chat volume. And you always forget you forget like which one's volume, which one's party chat, you know, you just forget all this stuff. <clears throat> These Literally have just two physical dials on the left ear cup on the back of it. One's for chat volume and one's for game volume. It's nothing about balancing one or the other. It's not a seesaw. It's literally just volume for party or, uh, volume for chat and volume for game, and that's it. Hmm. Uh, you don't adjust the bass. You don't do any of the other stuff. The different surround modes they have kind of mess with the bass, but it's not overly complicated, which I love. I never had to go to the manual and say, all right, what the hell am I doing? It's like tap it to turn it on, tap it to turn it off, and then hold it to go through the different um, surround modes, but it, like the 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 five twenties it has a voice in it, so it actually tells you like you know superhuman hearing game uh, f p s or whatever, or surround off, so it 's all voice uh, voice cues, which is great mm-hmm. um, yeah i I adore these headphones they're a hundred dollars. I have not been very pleased with the Platinums. I use those when I go to my parents' house. Uh, They work, but I've just i not been very pleased with those Platinums at all. I would put these way over the Platinums in every single category, honestly. Um, They're more simplistic. They're easier to use all around, which is simplistic again. Um, I think the sound quality is better in these. The battery life is definitely better with this. Uh, And, yeah, I give these a 9.5, seriously. Mm. They are... The best value in wireless gaming headphones right now, and they work great on the PC as well. Because now you don't have that optical connection to the USB fob, so you put it in the the, uh, PC and it works just the same as it did on the PS4. And they even put like a color, a little bit of a color coordination on here for PS4. They have the you know the blue accents, and they also make a pair for the Xbox One. But these supposedly do work in the Xbox One. I just haven't tried them yet. But yeah, uh hundred bucks on Amazon right now. They are superb. I literally have no complaints about them at all. Uh, I've been using them constantly. So, highly, highly, highly recommended. Right now, these are my favorite wireless headphones. These and the Razer Threshers. I use the Threshers in my office right now. So... The cool thing about all this is when we do Extra Life here, we're going to have headphones for everyone. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't ask for these. I I didn't even know they were showing up. All of a sudden, they just showed up one day. I'm like, why is FedEx here? And I opened it up like, oh, cool. So, yeah. The only thing I dinged them on is the fact that they don't have a plug. So if the battery's dead or whatever, you can't plug them in and use them as wired headphones. That's my only complaint about them, I guess. But the battery's so damn good on them that... (laughs) haven't had that problem yet. Because quite frankly, after 16 hours of playing a game, I was ready to take a, na- a, a, a break anyway. So, yeah. That's really the only thing I dinged him on. Fan yeah. bloody-tastic. <coughs> all right. All right, we done? Yes. All right, let's get this shit out of here. Yes. Uh, next week, I don't know what we're going to be talking about. I'll probably talk more about Project Cars, too. That's probably the only thing I'm going to be able to work on this week at all. Uh, if I'm not editing videos every freaking night of my life. So, yeah. Uh, Thanks for sticking in with us, folks. Sorry that we missed last week. Couldn't be helped. Hopefully that helped everybody catch up on their podcast listening. We always hear, oh, I'm behind, I'm behind, I'm behind. Well, now hopefully you caught up. Nope. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) All right, anything else, Josh?
2: Nope.
0: All right, get out there, play some games, folks. Have a great one. We'll talk to you next week.
2: Don't you fucking buy it.
1: <laughs> like that?
2: It being what?
0: What? Huh? What?
1: <laughs> Don't do it. No, you're thinking about it. Yes, you.
0: No, no no no, 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 Now I'm going to bu- go buy it tomorrow and tweet it.
1: Don't buy it
0: totally gonna do it
1: you can't buy it tomorrow it doesn't come out till next week
0: oh I'll pre-order it tomorrow and tweet it (laughs) I'll do it on Amazon so I get it for cheaper with our link son of a bitch
3: (laughs) And now it's time for America's favorite daytime fun show, Let's Make a Dope Deal. Yes, yeah, Let's Make a Dope fun. Deal, where young pushers try to parlay their stash hey, into that watch. really big connection and jump up right. into dealerhood. Okay, and our first one. contestant today on Let's Make a Dope Deal is former head of the philosophy department at Harvard University. He is the holder of a Ph.D., an M.A., a B.A., and is a B.M.F. Besides, would you please give a big warm welcome for Bob Bitchin? Come on, let me have a Bob Bitchin. Here he is all the way from Harvard, Bob Bitchin. Well, it's really great to have you have you on the show tonight bob how you doing bitching bitching don't listen that far out and solid and right on bob tell us bob here's the question i ask of all our contestants what made you drop out well a lot of people think it was the 400 acid trips they took you know uh-huh but what was it really bob one day i played black sabbath at 78 speed man and then what happened? I saw God. You I've saw God. That, well, that sounds like oh, true yeah. enlightenment to me, yeah, Bob. Uh, tell us, Bob, funk. what have you been doing with all those degrees? I noticed you had a PhD, an MA, and a BA. What have you been doing with all that knowledge? Making candles, man. <laughs> Making candles. Well, that sounds creative. Bob, what kind of candles are they? Oh, they're really neat table candles, you know. Table candles? Yeah, you pour wax on a table. Uh-huh. You set it on fire, man. Well, that sounds like a hot item, Bob. Okay, you ready to play our game? Yeah. Man. Okay, here we go. Now, you know the rules. You get fronted with a stash of 50 keys, and you can wager part of them or just some of them on any one of our tests. 50 keys? 50 keys. Can I quit now? <laughs> no, not yet, Bob. You have to play our game. Okay, Bob, how many you want to wager on the first test? All of them. All of them is going to shoot the works so on Mainline, as we call it a here on Let's Make a Dope Deal. Okay, Bob, for 50 keys, what is your name? You have 60 seconds. Hey, I know that one, man. Starts with a B. Father, uh, what is it, man? is I knew it when I came in here, man. <laughs> M's with a B. No, don't tell me. Happy <laughs> birthday. 10 seconds, Bob. It's Bob! 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 You're right, Bob. And you win 50 keys for the Tensions here Hero. Let's make a dope. Deal. It. Oh, boy, Bob. Now you have 100 keys. Yeah. almost did. Yeah. Okay, here we go for the second plateau. How many keys do you want to wager this time? All of them. All of them, hey, them is going to shoot, shoot the works wait. again, huh? What balls he has. Okay, here we go, Bob. For another 100, 100 keys. keys. How many uh, joints are in a lid? 30 seconds. Oh, well, I know that one. <laughs> Two. Okay. Or two. Two. Yeah, I rolled big joints Our judges say, that's okay They rolled big joints too And you nice in another hundred games Boy, the pressure's building Here we go, Bob, California, okay man.
0: Okay, Dude, now we're going got got for the big off, and man. final yeah. test Okay,
3: yeah. in front of you, you see three doors Mark door number one, door number two, and door number three number Behind three. one of those doors, He's Bob three, Is man. 50 pounds of Lebanese blonde hash oh. 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 Makes your eyes red just thinking about him, huh? <laughs>
0: Okay, Bob, I'm going to make you do it. I'll
3: give you $50... And 50 reds for your keys right now. Oh, take the reds, No, man. I'll take give you $1,000 and 50 reds. I want the hash. He yeah. wants hash. Want the okay, hash. The want the okay, team. Bob, here we go. I now I must reds. remind you that behind the other two doors oh, are narcs. Eight. Okay, Bob, here we go. What will it be? Will it be door number one, door number two, or or Our door? what? Uh, narcs. There's two narcs behind the other... I'll take the red, man. I'm sorry, Bob, it's too late. You have to choose. What will it be? One, two, or three? Number three. Four. Four. No, no, Bob. No, There's only no, three here. No, <laughs> I know. You're, you're nervous. Okay. One, two, or three? Two, one. Two, one. Oh, one. Number three, man. Number three. One, two, One, two. Oh, two. No, no. Three, three, two one. three, Ow, ow. What's he doing? Ow, two, one, one. one, one, one. Black light, no tap backs. Okay. You chose door number one. Let's see who's behind that door. It's Officer O'Malley, the FBI. You're busted. Three, three. Turn yeah. us next week when we play. Let's make a dope deal. What
2: happened?